Welcome to the world of Krim and the legendary Dragonlance. That's what. That's why I just left. As I got to put on long pants. And with that, we are live. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> ladies, gentlemen, and others to Wicked Studios presents Dragonlance: colon, Dragons of Desolation, comma part one. That's right. We are now into DL four, the fourth module here in the classic Dragonlance saga. Although we play in 5e because I don't remember any of those. I don't think I ever played first edition. I don't think I did. Um, <laughs> but I saw, I don't remember second or third edition either. I never played fourth because fourth sucked. And we have all original characters. So why don't we... Oh, by the way, I'm Adam. I'm the DM. I should probably say that for those of you maybe tuning in for the very first time. They caught that because this is now with pants. Way to go for it. I did. I had it on. I can see that it was working. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Um, so anyway, why don't we we start with the pant-legged fellow himself, Kem Chan. <laughs> sure, why not? Kem Chan. I'm playing Gorel Nightfoot, the uh, human fighter and sharing Flint Fireforge, his adoptive dwarven fighter father with Adam. And let's move on to Jason. Hey everybody, I'm Jason. I'm Zane, the elven wizard, who is the twin brother of Zarek. And uh, something happened. Thank you, Rodney Ford, for liking the stream. Huzzah! Huzzah! Rodney is here like week in and week out. I appreciate Rodney is. Rodney. He's he's There's he's a lot uh, of you guys that are coming in, hanging out with us every Friday. A lot of you every Tuesday as well. I don't know about Wednesday because I'm not there. I'm sleeping. But um, thank you guys for hanging out with us each week. I'm sorry, KD. Why don't you go next? Uh, I'm JD. I'm playing Zarek, who is an elven fighter, and he is twin brother to Zane. Why don't we move on over to Will Dot Player? Pew, 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 pew. Hello, everybody. I'm Will Dot Player. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was better, actually. Did you like that? Yeah. That was right. much, forget about the pews. If you do that ridiculous voice, it's much better. My, much my better. radio voice? Is that what that okay. was? That's my radio voice. Anyway. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dragonlance Adventures. I'm playing Ugrin. He's a cleric. It's not the same it's voice. Not the same. It's, it's not, not the same, same different voice. <laughs> 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 now you're not just even, overdoing it. It's not even, yeah, yeah, not, it's not even I'm, I'm forcing it. It's yeah. not natural. Yeah. That's the no. problem. <laughs> but I said who I was. And then last but not least, my very old friend, although <laughs> about nine months younger than I am, Gaz. <laughs> Hi, I'm Gaz, and I'm playing Curlathlon, the half-elf rogue scout. And I am not wearing pants tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm wearing shorts, but yeah, uh, don't, I'm not wearing pants. You shouldn't have clarified. Uh, yeah. Give the audience what they want. Okay, I'm not wearing anything it's under, too late underneath now. the shirt. They, uh, it's, you've already uh, blown it. Damn it. All right, can we can we cut and try so many puns? Again, just laying yes, on yes, the yes, floor. <laughs> this is oh, it. We're live. Shit. All right. Ah, damn it. All right, and there's probably also some community guidelines against that anyway, so. Yeah, there are. <laughs> anyway, why don't we go to previously on Dragonlance? 
So the companions continued their search through Skullcap Mountain, making their way through a maze of invisible walls. Um, and they did find a iron hydra. Now, funny thing, and I didn't mention to you guys last time because it was late when we ended, so we kind of wrapped up pretty quickly. There was another iron hydra on the other side that was much weaker than the Iron Hydra you guys decided to face. To, to face. So once again, you made things more difficult uh, than it needed to be. And it would have that made- That was the one that was actually attacking. So, Yeah, you, you could know. have just gone to the other side and only one of the heads shot fire. And had fewer, Fourth, there's two O's in Rooster. <laughs> and you got it right, I will be. Sorry, go ahead. He's a roaster. Um, I think, I think, son, what he's trying oh, to say. That's, it reminds me of that stupid <laughs> character that I hated in um, Return to the Bandit Kingdoms. The half-orc guy? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't remember, remember, remember his name. Anyway, go back and watch it on YouTube slash Mr. Atom PL. Um, anyway, so they destroyed the Hydra. They made their way to the lowest level of the dungeon. There, past seven statues of the dark god of magic, Nuatari, in his various forms was the chamber of Fistan Tantalus. When the party entered, the skeletal remains of the mage rose and magically transported the entire party, other than Zane, out of the chambers and locking the door behind them. Now, Curlethlon, who was paying close attention to his wizard friend, noticed that when the... Um, We'll call it the Demi Lich, because that's what it is in the book. Raised its hand and, the ma and did the magic to transport them out. Zane did the exact same thing at the exact same time. Just saying. Um, when the party entered, the, we did that already. Um, Zane learned that it was not indeed Fistantandalus, but another powerful mage, Raistlin Majir, who some of you may know uh, from the books. And if you don't, you, I don't think you read the books. Um, whose spirit had been inhabiting Zane's body and has been helping him gain the power that Zane has long sought, um, and not the mysterious Malkari, another name for Nuatari, uh, that Zane had previously thought. Uh, the group then found the treasure of Fistandandalus, um, full of riches, uh, the map to Thorbarden, and a set of dwarven armor and a beautiful helm uh, set with large gems and clearly of dwarven make. Um, the companions made their way back to Hopeful Vale and the refugee camp. Uh, the council and the people there were filled with gratitude toward the companions and hope that they would now be safe. Just then, they all felt a familiar fear dragon fear. They looked up to the sky and saw a huge red dragon flying above a dark rider upon its back. And that is where we begin tonight's episode, Dragons of Desolation, comma, part one. So, once the dragon is overhead, the people in the refugee camp scatter. Um, they're hiding in their tents. They're hiding in the caves. Um, people are trampling over those slower and smaller and weaker than they. Um, the dragon fear has taken a hold of the entire cap. Cap. Camp. <laughs> I left a, I a typo in my speech. So, <laughs> so, 
Um, the council um, also frightened. They're out more in the um, in the open, head toward the grove of trees. Uh, the dragon flies um, lower, um, still out of reach, probably about 45 feet in the air, blows a burst of flaming breath from his mouth, um, setting the trees on fire. Seems like it was just a warning. As it swoops down low again, and then up, and then back, toward what you guys would know is the way to Pax Tharkis. After that, there are a number of plainsmen who attempt to start a little fire brigade to try to put the trees out, especially the ones that are closest to the camp that are on fire. Um, some of them are already burned to a crisp. Um, but um, the dragon fear does subside when the dragon um, leaves. Um, Elliston, who had been talking to you guys uh, prior to the dragon appearing, clearly shaken, and says, now it's clear there will be another council meeting Tonight, I know that you have just returned and you are tired, but I, I beg you to, uh, to attend. Uh, I'll give you probably maybe a half hour to an hour if that is a uh, if, if that is enough time. Eating. I think y'all need to pack on up and start running. That's one opinion. <laughs> Thank you. They call me Tim for cheering 500. Everybody gets huzzah. a huzzah. huzzah. Thank you. Forgot about the huzzah. Um, you guys all get a inspiration point. Yay. Right. Thank you. Wait, do we get them when, our, when we level up or no? No. Only when we get Those are hero points. You only get them from chat. And we don't use hero points in this yep. adventure. All right, um, so you guys. Zarek says the same. He'll say, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's safe here." Keep in mind, there are six hundred and ninety-eight, I believe, uh, refugees left. They do have to pack up their stuff, or they all will die. Chris White has liked the stream. Huzzah! Huzzah! Oh. Um, Thanks, Chris. Thank Zane you, Chris. will Zane will look to Zarek and be like, "Well, there's a empty mountain not too far from here." Yeah, that's oh, what yeah. I was thinking. There's you a also, bad guy in that mountain, though. You also know that um, one race we didn't kill. Look, looking at the um, no, Mr. Skellybones, who like made you do scary things. Well, he's gone now. <laughs> I don't believe <laughs> that. <laughs> well, he was only on. We'll the just tell them not to go in that room. That's a good point, bro. Yeah. Just, by the way, keep out of this room. It's haunted. <laughs> <laughs> there is still that wraith in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> shooting arrows. Well, didn't we find out that Thorbarden wasn't that far away? Yeah, it's hours down the river. Well, then I think we should probably just hightail it on down there. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Mm -hmm. So you guys are going to hightail it down the river? Well, we're going to recommend they do likewise. <laughs> <laughs> 
Are you going to wait for the council meeting? Well, are we saying this in front of the council right now? No, they gave us an hour. Yeah. Oh, they I, was, I was saying it to whoever this dude is yeah, that I, was I, asking. I, I yeah, really Elliston is gone. Elliston is yeah. rounding up the council. And so oh, in that yeah. hour, screw that then. In that hour, um, Zane is going to identify the dwarven armor and the helmet. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, the dwarven armor is... Uh, hold on. Dwarven armor. Dwarven armor of dwarfiness. Dwarfiness. That is exactly what it is. Dwarfified armor, armor tacular armor. It's plus 500. Um, Only if you are, uh, only if your beard touches the floor. The dwarven armor, where the heck is it? Oh, I can't grow a beard. (laughs) Why it's dwarven? If you like, just oh, there we go. Uh, it is a set of dwarven plate mail plus three. Whoa. Yeah. So I was close. Flint, Flint just became the tank. Cool. Um, the helm is definitely magical. There is something, though, that is sort of blocking exactly what it does to you. Um, It does um, give advantage on saving throws versus spells. You know that. Is it a heavy armor helm or a light armor helm? It's a heavy metal. It's a dwarf. It's clearly dwarven make. It's a metal helm um, set with large gems um, all across. So this is is a... um, Gorel or Zarek type thing. Probably, yes. Cool. So at the very least, it gives advantage on saving throws, on spell saving throws. Yes. And you can okay. tell it does more, you just can't... Something is is uh, disguising the magic. Interesting. Um, are we cool with giving Flint that dwarven plate, or do we want to see if we can get it reworked? I don't know if it's up to you guys. that would happen. Now, Garel's already like taking it and like sizing it up to Flint. Like, well, at least now I want to protect it anymore. Old man. <laughs> It'll definitely. Oh, like, by the way, me. Flint <laughs> and Goldmoon did level up as well this time too. Yeah, let's. let's are there new the stuff in their things? Yes, I added. I added them all. Oh, did you? Okay. So cool. basically, Flint has more hit points and has two attacks now. And um, nice. <laughs> Goldmoon has somewhat more hit points, but. Uh, All right, I'm also pulling has more spells. Um, so I, I'm okay with Flint yeah, having let's, it. Let's give it to Flint. Yeah, why not? Because then he's got this plate right. and the shield, so he's going to have a boss armor class. Yeah, so Kemchan, yeah. add, well, we'll make it up. It's probably like a, because it's plus three already, so whatever dwarven plate mail is, plus three, I think he's, I don't know what he's got now, but it's probably going to increase it by four or five. Um, I don't think I can change uh, this. Do I have to do it? You have to do it, yeah, okay. because it's not the normal. Nothing you do is normal, man. Nothing you do is easy for me. No, I'd, I'd like to make it work. <laughs> um, so Adam, Dwarven Plate um, is normally an AC 18. 18, so this is 21. This is 18 it's 21 now. to start, Ooh, and, nice. then he's, and then he's got a shield as well, doesn't he? He does yeah, have that shield. So that's another three on top of that. 
That should be a two, not three. Wait, what? What's a shield? Plus it was one? It's a shield. Oh, it's plus, plus one. one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's got a okay. twenty-four armor class. Rocking the twenty-four. Like yeah. I said, he's the tank. <laughs> yeah, like we're gonna have to kill him off some other way. Yeah. We're gonna have to send Flint first on everything now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, this is why you guys I, have I vote, hero points I vote because yes. of the treasure in this thing. So, um, so armor class twenty-four. Jesus Christ, we're gonna have to jack up the uh, the bad guys here. Um, when the NPC has the highest uh, armor class of the group. All right, mm -hmm. I fixed that for you, Kemchan. Thank you, thank you. I immediately start making fun of uh, Flint for you know how how fancy he looks in his in his shiny new play. He armor. looks super fancy. Yeah, Flint grumbles at you too. He's <laughs> although he's 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 grumbling because you're right to make fun of him, but at the same time he has this sense of pride with this beautiful dwarven craftsmanship. So Zarek very innocently will tell him he looks great. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we want to give this cool helmet to? I don't know, bro. Uh, we don't know what it does. I don't know if I want it. Paper, okay. rock, scissors between those two yeah. over there. I, I mean, think. it's a dwarven helm. I mean, does if we're going like to go it, all in, just throw it on Flint, too. That's, Let's that's do it. What I was saying. Does it look like it matches the... Um, does it go with the armor? Yeah. If it's a matching set, he should totally be worth it. It's not a matching yeah. set, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. It should have been. Now that you're saying this, I don't know why it wasn't, but it should have been. Um, so, Zarek, if you don't want it, then that leaves Garau. It's a really cool-looking helmet. And Garau's like, what, and cover this? <laughs> don't worry your beard will still come out the bottom it doesn't cover your face it basically sits it's like one of those face open uh... it frames all that yeah. beauty is what it does. <laughs> it's like it's like a proscenium framing the, the, the face and beard if nobody wants it you don't have to use it no I and uh, girls like it kind of motions to uh, Zarek like you, sh you should take it. <coughs> nah, Zarek already said he doesn't want it if he doesn't know what it does. I mean, we can hold on to That's it. That's the adventure of the whole thing. <laughs> Figure it out as you go. Nah, bro. <laughs> you say this, but I don't see you putting it on. If I knew how to use it, I it would already be on my head. Again, you definitely know that... Gorel's not into, like, armoring up. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's more of, like, a weapons damage. guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's more of a weapons guy. Right. So Adam, to just like um, games mechanics, you would need proficiency in heavy armor to wear this helmet. Right? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Can can um, I mean you could put it on, but it's not it's not going to yeah. help you. Yeah. Can can Ergrin wear heavy armor? No. no you. No. You want this helm? Sure. Great. <laughs> there you go. That was easy. No one else wants it. Great. All right. So either Ergrin or Waffle. All right. As soon as you put it on. Oh, man. Ooh, his um, head blows up. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> his head pops like a grape. Will, you're going to need you to roll up a new character. New character. <laughs> <laughs> nice work, Jason. Um, as soon as um, Ergrin puts the helmet on, his expression changes. Oh, shit. And a voice that sounds completely different from his own says, I am Grelin, prince of the mountain dwarves, killed by the forces of evil in the Dwarf Gate War. By means of this magical helm, I have survived these centuries that my tale 
and fate may be told. I rode forth on the morning of the last battle in the great charge of Thane Hylar dwarves. We came from the north gate of Thorbarden across the Durgoth plain. My troop assaulted the mountain home of the dark wizard here. My brother, my brothers, they fought with courage and valor. Many fell with honor at my side. Yet when the tide of battle turned in our favor and I confronted the wizard in his lair, he smiled. A great magic rushed from his being, a flame of power and horror that broke through stone and steel. Thus, in his rage and despair, he destroyed both his allies and his enemies. Now I beseech thee, help me return to the kingdom of the Hylar and Thorbarden. Let me tell my story to the Council of Thanes, and they give me a proper resting place in the Valley of the Kings. See, bro, this is why I didn't want to put it on. That makes total sense, man. Um, for the time Wait, being, Ergrin, you are grilling. Once <laughs> <laughs> jaw is just hanging open, like... <laughs> yes. And Flint would have heard that name before, Grelin. I'm sure, yeah. Um, Grelin or Grelin? Grelin. Grelin, I don't know, however you want to pronounce Grelin. it. So, Adam... I prefer Grelin. Grelin, let's say Grelin. Does this mean you have to kill Will twice tonight? Yes. I've got yes. to kill Graylin and then I have to kill Ergrin. <laughs> or maybe Graylin will kill Ergrin for me. Okay. Uh, got it. So I'm a dwarf now. You're a dwarf. Everything else is statistically the same. Everything else is exactly the same. And he knows how to drive this bus, or should I not do that? <laughs> he does not know how to drive that bus. Okay, so I'm just going to use him like a... Like He's a, a fighter. Okay. Um, he... That's, is desperate to return um, to uh, Thorbarden. Interestingly, you know the way to Thorbarden. You need to get your bearings of where you are here. Um, but um, you know, you take a look around. You see the you, you see the lake. You see you know the river going uh, south, and you know that okay, yeah, I got it. This is the way to go. All right. Um, uh, Flint will say, um, and then Graylin will chime in, that um, while he was Prince of the Mountain Dwarves, he was also friends um, with the dwarf Karas, K-H-A-R-A-S. Um, this immediately rings a bell with Zane, and Kurlathlon, roll me a history check. Wait, what about Carl? And also, um, Gorel, both of you. Do I need to roll? Yeah, you said Zane. Yeah, Zane knows yeah, it. I, I don't oh, know anything. No, no Curlathon, <laughs> no. Uh, and um, Gorel did not pay attention in Flint's history lessons. <laughs> Neither did Curlathon. <laughs> so, um, it is rumored to be that the Hammer of Karas was a magical warhammer. That um, Karas, who was the hero of the dwarves, um, friends of Graylin, and um, Zane, the story goes anyway that the Hammer of Karas is what they forged the dragon lances with. Mm. Now, most people 
would argue that the dragon lances were just myths, um, along with Huma and um, uh, that whole story. Uh, but um, the again, the story is that the hammer of Chorus um, was forged by a dwarf with a silver arm. Um, then became the property of Karis um, uh, uh, later on. Um, he was bequeathed this uh, weapon, um, which he used to defend the mountain dwarves um, in battle after battle, never falling until he no. did fall. Until he fell. <laughs> until he fell. <laughs> that last one, right before the cataclysm. Um, and the dwarf any idea wars. where this hammer might be? Um, the uh, rumor is, um, and this would be something that Flint would know, um, and Graylin would not know. Graylin is actually very upset to hear that Karis is long dead. Um, but um, is entombed with Karis um, somewhere in Thorbarden. So the hour passes. <laughs> um, you are summoned to the council meeting. I will put up the council here again. As you can see, Emmett is no longer at the meeting. Um, he is still, no one has seen him since um, uh, Ergrin was the last one to see him. Yep. And before the meeting starts, Elliston comes over to you and says, um, my friend, it is good to see you, uh, and good to see you alive. What word of Eben? <laughs> Don't know if you're talking to me. My name is Graylin. I'm a dwarf. <laughs> I'm a prince of dwarves. Prince of the mountain dwarves. Killed prince by the forces Thorbarden. of evil in the Dwarf Great War. Killed by the forces of evil. Getting ready to go up to Thorbarden and take boss. all these people with me. <laughs> and Elliston looks at the rest of you and just goes, what? Yeah, that's why I didn't want to put on the helmet. <laughs> 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 oh, if, uh, if I were you, I'd go ahead and uh, get all your people and get the gear together. And I'm sure my folk will be quite hospitable. No, they would not. He don't say that yeah. at all. Okay, so that... Oh, None okay. of that. That part you do not say. Oh, you see. Because the whole point of the Dwarf Great War was really to keep everybody else besides the Mountain <laughs> okay, Dwarves and right. everybody else out. Okay, we're, we're rewinding that for a second. Yeah. That, don't know what I'm doing here, really. I should start <laughs> my way up to the mountain. That's better. <laughs> Go knock on the door and tell them that daddy's home. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be mighty obliged if you could get me an axe. <laughs> Yeah, what weapons do... Ergrin just has a staff? What does he have? Does he have he's a mace? He's got a staff. Yeah. He's got a staff. Yeah. He's Graylin is very, un very, very unhappy with that. All I got here is a stick. That's... <laughs> not quite... <laughs> not quite useful. Okay. All right. Elliston, um, stop talking to you. Um, <laughs> 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 queen team I'm personally ashamed of you. <laughs> so well, uh, everybody does Scottish for dwarves, and I'm tired of it. 
Fair enough. So there's my dwarf for you guys. As Queen Tiamat says, I'm personally ashamed of you. Yes. <laughs> so, um, anyway, the, um, Elliston <laughs> shakes his head and passes this off as um, just something he's never going to understand. Um, he heads um, over, back over to the, uh, to the council, gestures you forth. Um, everybody, when you, when you walk up there, just, you know, gives a, um, a heartfelt thanks, except for Hederick, who gives a begrudging thanks, but a thanks nonetheless. Elliston So what y'all in. doing here? I just... <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm gonna make you regret this. <laughs> I know it's my own fault. I Looks was like really, you had a really camp ho- out. Uh, I was really hoping Kemp Shan or Katie would put on that. <laughs> oh no! See, that's what you get. Uh, uh. Um. So Elliston sits down, and he looks strangely peaceful. Um much more so than in the hour that you saw him before. And he says, well, it is clear that the dragon armies now know our location and they will be approaching soon. If they wanted to kill us, well, they had the dragon, they have the means, certainly. My guess is is that they are trying to enslave us once again. I don't know how much time we have, but, and he looks at you all, you must find the way to the gates of Thorbarden. Well, that's a good thing that you ask, because I'm right here. Thank thank you, Ergrim. No, I know how to get there. See up there? Go that way. Continue. Sorry. Great. Um, <laughs> that was my Elliston. I'm doing my Elliston. He's, oh, that was the dramatic right. pause from Elliston <laughs> and the look that he gave you. Um, look, this is the only hope for our people. Uh, there is little time, and, and we need to waste none of it. As for me, I know what must be done. To the hope of safety, he says, and he lifts a uh, tankard and offers, there's some on a small table in front of you, um, gestures to all of you. He takes a, uh, he takes a sip and says, um, if you could leave first thing in the morning, um, we will remain here, the council and I have spoken, um, get everything, the camp um, taken down and everything ready to go as soon as you return and hopefully with good news. Um, I hesitate to bring everybody with us now um, in case, well, in case the dwarves do not let us in. Well, it's funny that you say that, I'm a prince of Thorbaden, 
You can start the negotiations with me right here, right now. He turns to the rest of you. I'm... I don't know what happened to my friend here. And he gestures, gives a little nod to Ergrin. Um... I'm, I, I'm assuming he found you. Um, did he hit his head? What? What? What exactly happened? I think so, I think Flint would kind of give him it's the helmet. Just does, the helmet. now does Graylin know that he's in the helmet? Or as far as you're concerned, you are Graylin. Okay, that's what I wanted to hear. Yeah. All right, cool. Now we're not really letting in every vagabond out on the plains into our into our home. But uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a nice man. I might be able to a nice nice dwarf. I might be able to negotiate something for you on the short term. Thank you. Um, got a lot of ore in the mines. Needs hauling. You could see, uh, well, no, you, that, that the feast. The, we were all you were a slave with us. <laughs> Um, don't know what you talk about there. I'm a in prince. the iron mine specifically. Like <laughs> you talking nonsense, son. Okay, um, we have more to discuss here. <laughs> Why don't you um, run along? Get some rest. Um, <laughs> so you are ready uh, in the morning uh, to start your quest. Um, I, I, Go a long I, way to making things better for you if you gave me an axe. I just, I just, she's trying so hard to ignore you. And he keeps looking and then looking again like, I don't, I don't really, I don't get it. Um, I sent you because you were like one of the few people I thought I could trust. You were level-headed. Like, what the fuck happened? Um, and he says, is there anything... Um, Else, and by the way, the entire time, Zane, you have been getting very strange looks. Um, and very oh, Zane didn't go to the council meeting. Okay, I good. Don't, okay. I thought Zane never goes to the council meeting. Yeah, no, he's yeah. okay. But just anybody else that spots you gives you very strange and uncomfortable That's looks. Um, so he's he he doesn't care, and um, <laughs> he's walking around camp, um, watching what people are doing, like. How it has the has the pack up started yet or no? Are people still scrambling? Like people, what's happening right now? No, they've I mean they've calmed down after the dragon left. Um, they are starting to pack up their mm -hmm. stuff, but they're also know that they need to you know get their rest and be ready to leave. Gotcha. You know at a moment's notice. So Zane's gonna <clears throat> wander over to um, one of the plainsmen that he sees kind of working around. Okay. Um, and he says to him, not to be insensitive, but are we planning, are you planning to take the dead with you? Um, well, we've, we've buried our dead. Um, why do you here. ask? They'll rest here. Uh, yes, this will be their their final resting place. And that's how your people honor the fallen. Yes. Very well. And they he's yeah. He he like shudders <laughs> when <laughs> yeah. you leave. Yeah, that's something I would shudder at. Yep. No, no should okay. be cooking the dead, Lord Forth. You're worse than Zane. 
All I got to say is that Graylin is giving Flint a hard time. Yes, he is. Because the he entire can, time. Yes, and because and, well, he sure. is a Nidar dwarf. Mm-hmm. So he needs to serve him. And Flint is not taking this well. <laughs> I know. Uh, so uh, is there anything else anybody wants to address with the council before um, you head out? Or so then, back to Adam, while, camp. while the council meeting is going on, Zane's mm-hmm. going to be milling about the camp, kind of having that same conversation with the different groups of people. Okay, everybody tells you the same thing. Those that talk, some just run away in fear. That's fair, that's fine. He doesn't <laughs> but, care if they run away or not. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't think he did. I'm just saying nope. that's, that's what happens, yeah. They care. That's the <laughs> That's, the that's fine. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Graylin is going to talk to them and, and, and tell them that they won't be welcomed unless they work out some sort of uh, <laughs> negotiation with him. Yeah. Again, he's, he, but he would know that he could only um, relay that to the king. True. But he's got an ego, and he thinks that he could then, you know. So, yeah. No, and you're right. Uh, Sidorin, the Nidar do not serve the Mountain Dwarves. That doesn't stop Graylin from trying to make that happen. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else you guys want to address with the council? Or they will adjourn? Does anybody They're take... No anyone take a tankard of uh, ale? Oh, where's Evan? Nobody knows. and that's and Nobody knows. Okay. Yeah, Elliston said, well, I sent... I, I had Ergrin keep an eye on him uh, because he's, you know, he was talking about following you to the... Um, uh, to Skullcap and was saying that, you know, he doesn't want to be left out of the adventure and the glory. Um, Ergrin um, left following um, Eben um, in your direction, and that's the last that uh, I saw of either of them until Ergrin. And what happened to him again? Oh, it's the helmet. <laughs> the oh, helmet. Right. Yeah, oh, the helmet. Why don't we just take the helmet off? Hmm. <laughs> it's funnier this way. <laughs> uh, <that's good. laughs> that was the best answer you could have given, by the way. <laughs> um, and he says, okay, well, is there anything else that we can do for you or that you need to discuss with us? Girls like downing ale. All right, roll a, uh, roll a wisdom right, saving right. throw. I'm just kidding. It's fine. It's just ale. Um, okay. All right. Anything else you guys want to do or talk about? The fact that you keep asking makes me think that I should be. Yeah, no, something. right. I'm just asking. I don't want to. I don't want to rush you through things. If there's more that you wanted, that you want to do. That's a simple man. Hmm. All right. So you guys head back to um, the little cave that you have, um, you know, set aside as your barracks, so to say. Um, obviously, you know, the fire has long since gone out in yours, so you can light your fire, you can relax. Um, as you um, sleep. Nice. You all have the following dream. 
even the elves, because in Dragonlance they may not sleep, need to sleep as long, but they're still sleeping, <laughs> in effect. Um, now, when you have this dream, the, it is, when I'm talking about you, I'm talking about you individually. Um, so you are standing in front of a huge door. You feel that there is a great evil behind it. The voice of Elliston, now very weak, is calling for you. I have entered this door and cannot find my way back, he cries. Please. Come and bring that which I left behind. He does not seem uh, able to hear anything you say and just repeats his cry over and over again. Curlethlon, do you mm -hmm. attempt to open the door? No. Garel, do you attempt to open the door? Hmm. Thinks about it, and then no. You guys are the worst heroes. Elliston is behind this door, keep in mind. Calling for it's your help. It's a dream. It's a you don't dream, know that it's yeah. a dream. You're, as far as you're concerned, this is really happening. Oh, well then in that case, Yeah, yes. you don't know that it's a dream. I say that you're okay. dreaming, but how? when you're in a dream, let's talk about dreams for a moment. Well, I mean, you kind of feel like most it's... of the time you don't know you're in a dream until maybe I am one hundred percent of the time lucid dream. One hundred percent of the time. <laughs> oh, that's Absolutely. what they. That's what they call daydreaming, and that's different. <laughs> you're just not paying attention to anybody or anything and thinking about something. Damn it! Else. That's <laughs> that's Damn. that's fair. <laughs> so anyway, you, you do not know that this is a dream. All you know is okay. that Elliston is behind this door crying for help. So then <coughs> Garel, yes, he like pulls his war mallet <coughs> out. Okay. It's, and goes for, to uh, bash the door down. All right. You were able to open it um, any way you want. If you want to bash it down, that's how it opens. Curlethlon, I'll go back to you. You still on the no side? Still not opening the door. Okay. Ergrin. And this actually is, is you. Okay. <clears throat> he opens the door. Okay. Zarek. Yes. He will open the door and have his sword ready to go. Zane. Zane will open the door. Okay. So, everybody except for Curlefon. And Flint. And oh, Flint. You don't know, but yeah. Well, Flint is having his own dream. Oh, okay. His legs are all. Yes. So, yeah, you guys will know later on when you talk to Flint if, if he had the same dream or no. Okay. <clears throat> you feel yourself floating in a vast nothingness for an uncertain length of time. Whether moments or centuries, you cannot tell. Suddenly, you are standing on an empty plain. In the distance, mountains are silhouetted against the starry sky. Before you is a tower made of crystal, silver, and pure white marble. Beside you are your companions in adventure. Except... Except Curlethon. Curlethon. Goldmoon is there. Flint is there. Lorana is there. Gilthanus is there as well. 
Um, you walk toward the tower. The ground is soft beneath your feet and a sweet, warm wind blows. But as you walk, the tower changes. Now it is made of steel and stone and the wind is bitter. And now it is made of rough, decaying stone and the tower is in ruins. There are seven open archways into the tower. As you watch, a group of hooded pilgrims approaches. As they come closer, they begin to change into Draconians, but do not attack. They enter the tower. You see a long, dimly glowing tunnel that leads inside. You and your companions enter and suddenly find yourself in a large chamber. Seven hallways radiate from this room. Six are brightly lit. One is dim. From the dim hall whispers the voice of Elliston. I have entered this door and cannot come back. Please follow me and bring that which I left behind. In the six bright hallways are your heart's desires, glory, power, wealth. But you know that your doom lies down the dim corridor. Suddenly you wake in a cold sweat, deeply disturbed. And you too, by the way, uh, Colonel Flan, this part applies. <laughs> I, I just had a nice restful sleep. And, you know, the rest of, what, what's wrong, guys? Are y'all, y'all I gotta okay? say, I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> Something horrible has happened to you and to your companions, but you cannot remember what. Out of the setting sun comes a dark shadow and a rush of wind. The red dragon is back, its wings terribly scarred. Astride the dragon high lord is the high lord of Paxtarchus, Verminard. You can, that you can even see as he's flying low enough and now in the, in the bright sun, it's easy to see, the dented helm pounded out to you know, be able to work again um, and patched, but horribly scarred, riding on the back of this dragon. The huge dragon hovers above you, its mammoth wings beating slowly. In your mind, you hear a voice. Pitiful fools. To think you could defeat me in the mind of evil. <laughs> when Verminard says the phrase, mind of evil, each of you suddenly remember the terrible dream the night before. Memories flood into your mind. Um, and Curlifline, your memories are you're standing right now is you, you don't have the rest of this. You are standing outside the walls of this door, uh, outside this door, um, I should say. Um, <clears throat> memories flood into your mind. In the dream, you walk down the dim corridor, afraid and despairing. Each step you take is harder than the last. At last, you enter a large chamber. There before you stands Verminard holding Elliston prisoner in a crystal cage. A small golden lock holds the cage shut. Elliston sees you and tries to speak, but cannot. 
Verminard raises his hand. Out of the darkness step fearsome fighters. He laughs and lowers his hand in a chopping motion. The fighters attack. <clears throat> I am going to switch our overlays. And we are going to start with Ergrin. Ergrin or? Ergrin. It's still Ergrin. Okay, cool. This, um, somehow this is pushing away the magic of the helmet for the time being. <clears throat> I'll let you know when you're grappling again. Don't worry. All right, let me... Oops, that's not what I wanted. There we go. All right. <clears throat> Ergrin. A horde of draconians attack at Verminard's sign. You call on Chislev. For, that's your god, right? Um, I got to double check it. It's the nature god. Yeah, uh, Chislev. Hold on a second. Okay. Yep, Chislev. You call on Chislev for support, hoping to destroy as many of the vermin as possible. The Draconians continue to come, no matter how many are killed. Despair enters your heart as you realize that you and your companions cannot survive. Suddenly, you know what you must do. You step forward, and with a mighty blow, shatter the crystal cage. Elliston steps out, looks at you, and then at Verminard. His eyes become cold, expressionless. You scream and reach your hand out to him, ignoring the blows that fall upon you from the Draconians. Elliston reaches down to you, grabs your holy symbol around your neck, and tears it from you. You collapse, weak and bleeding, as, the thor as uh, from the thord the thord the sword thrusts <laughs> in your body. As you die, you see Elliston's white robes turn to scarlet as he disappears into the void with Verminard. Curlethlon. Mm -hmm. You're standing outside the door. You begin to wonder what has happened to your companions. But at this point, it's none of your concern. So you turn and walk back in the direction that you came. But as you turn, fierce draconian warriors attack. You are consumed with battle lust. Uh, uh, skipped ahead. Um, you draw your sword, Brightblade, and strike about you, cutting down your enemies. Great elation fills your heart as you cut down the draconians surrounding you. You look around to see if you are needed elsewhere, but magically a wall rises before you. You turn to the left, a wall rises there. You turn to the right, a wall rises there. You hear, you hear guards crying that the Draconians are preparing to breach the wall. You can see that they are Knights of Salamnia. A huge blue dragon appears midair, demoralizing all who face it. You know that you are the only one that can defeat the dragon. You start toward the wall as trumpets sound the retreat, but you cannot go forward. Fear such as you have never known stabs into your heart. You know that if you confront this monster, you will die. You turn away, shaking and ashamed. 
Behind you, the wall is breached and the draconian hordes pour through. The dragon lands as you are trampled by the hordes of draconians. A figure dressed in blue dragon armor descends from the back of the dragon. They raise their sword and mock salute before plunging it into your chest. As the life fades from your body, you hear a familiar voice say, Coward. Gorel. Fierce draconian warriors attack, and you are consumed with battle lust. You draw your warhammer, swinging it with deadly precision. The draconians, however, keep coming. More and more attack. When you feel like you are going to be overrun by the hordes of evil warriors, you see your adopted father, Flint Fireforge, brandishing his battle axe by your side. Then turn to your right, you hear, then as you turn to your right, you hear a voice say, you don't think I'd leave two of the two of you to have all the fun, did you, little brother? You turn and see a tall, muscular woman with short, curly brown hair and a crooked smile that many men had found alluring. It is the warrior that has always been like a sister to you. Kitiara Uthmatar gives you a wink, draws her sword, and helps you and Flint fight the attacking draconians. You know that. Thank you, Collier D. Thomas, for liking the stream. Huzzah! Huzzah! Oh, thanks, Collier. <clears throat> you realize... Uh, wait, sorry. You know that the, with the three of you together again, you are unbeatable. That victory is in your grasp. You realize suddenly that if you strike the golden lock with your hammer, Elliston will be freed and Verminard finally and forever destroyed. But you must act now, for Verminard is moving to take Elliston with him into the darkness. As you lunge forward, you hear Kitiara cry for help. You turn and see her sorely beset by draconians. Without your help, it is obvious that she will die. You yell for Flint to help her. He moves toward her, but stops suddenly before he can move, clutching his left arm and dropping to one knee. I'm sorry, lad. He gasps and shakes his head. You hesitate, torn between your duty and the only family you have ever known. At that moment, a draconian drives a spear deep into your chest. You fall. Your last blood-dimmed sight is of Kitiara dying at the hands of draconians and Flint dying of old age. Thank regretting you. Regretting not taking that armor. <laughs> <laughs> ben Newton, thank you for liking the stream. Huzzah! Huzzah! Thanks, Ben. Zarek. Fierce draconian warriors attack. You draw your sword and strike about you, cutting down your enemies. You stand together with your brother Zane. His magic protects you as you slay enemies all around you. You are fearless in your attack. But then see Lorana getting overwhelmed by the draconian hordes. You know that she will die if you do not help her. Please, Zarek, she yells to you. I came here for you. Please don't leave me alone. You go to take a step toward her, but remember your brother, frail and weak. He needs your protection. Ahead, you see someone else fighting the draconians desperately. It is Kitiara. She fights valiantly, but there are too many. Zarek, she calls to you. Come to me, lover. Help me defeat them. But you can't leave your brother's side. He needs you. He has always needed you. One by one, you see your friends 
become overwhelmed by the Draconians. Yet you stand, and you and Zane are able to move toward the caged Elliston. Suddenly, the magic spell protecting you dissipates. You turn and see Zane, dressed in the black robes, leaving you for Verminard. Your beloved brother has abandoned you. You call his name and he turns and looks at you with a face you don't recognize. I no longer need you, bro, he says to you, cold and expressionless. I am strong now, powerful. You call out to him again, but a fierce pain in your back reminds you of battle. You have been stabbed in the back and cannot see your killer. You pitch forward, dying, your last thoughts with your brother, forever lost to evil. And finally, Zane. A horde of Draconians attack, but you know that your spells will protect you. The magic has never been stronger within you, and you know that today you are capable of feats far beyond what you thought possible. Victory is at hand. Suddenly, you have a vision of yourself still dressed in black robes, feared and respected, rich and most importantly, powerful. Before you opened is the Book of Magis, in which all the knowledge of the mages throughout time is contained. All you have to do is walk through a door in front of you. You look at your companions, at your brother, and then at the book. How pitiful they all look, how weak, how doomed. Now you are the strong one. Now you are the one who does not need protecting. They are. Without a glance, you stride through the door. With that, um, Verminard says, your efforts to defeat me were futile. Join me. I have plans, and you can be of assistance. What say you? Good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> uh, Garel shouts, we, bullshit, we, we I killed, beat we you killed once. You once. We'll do it again. <laughs> it is Wait, is he asking all of us or just Zane? All of you. All of, this is all of you. You're all back to... Uh, we, we already killed you once, so like, we'll just keep doing it until it sticks. It is pointless for you to continue in this lost cause. Wealth and power can be yours if you but take your place beside me and place know, your swords at my service. I, I don't know, man. This mace looks pretty good in my hand, so... I like my sword in my own service. <laughs> as, I, as I show him Nightbringer. <laughs> Fools. He says, I could destroy you as you stand. Do it. But I have other uses for you. <laughs> and there are things worse than death. Trust me. And with that, he commands the dragon to fly off to the north, back towards Pax Tharkis. 
Don't cry at him. It's okay. It's, I, mean, I, I miss him already. He's, the guy's so cool. <laughs> okay. It is morning. Was Curlathlon with us for that last part of the dream? No, he was. And, and Curlathlon, uh, you also did not see any of them in that last part of the dream. You were alone. Okay. Um, and when you guys saw your companions cut down, you did not see Curlathlon. All right. What you gonna do? Take a minute. That was um, a trippy dream. And as I talked to Zarek about what we saw, what I saw. Oh, bro, I saw the same thing. Weird. Are you saying this in front of the others or did you walk off? Um, right, right in the cave. Okay. So it sounds like everybody had the same dream. Yeah, Corolla is definitely talking to uh, Flint about what he experienced in the dream. Uh, Ergrin, by the way, um, the helmet has fallen off. Oh, so I'm back to myself. So that's why you were able to dream. That helmet is no longer on your head. Oh, Bro, okay, I, great. I saw, <laughs> I saw Kitiara. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He likes smirks. He's going to put that helmet in a, in a bag. Okay. And keep it so, with him. Urban, that goes on your head, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to fall for that again. Why? Did, now, did Urgren remember? Er, yeah, Urgren knew what was happening. He just okay, so you know what I'm trying That dwarf's a damn fool. <laughs> I, I still think we should try it. And, uh, and uh, Flint is like, yes! Yes, he is! <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, did uh, did we record the way to Thorbarden before you, Braylon you left? Have a, you have just... the map still, luckily, because you did not. Okay. He didn't actually tell you where to go, but you do have the map that you found um, in Thorbarden. Right. And you also have a map of parts of the interior of Thorbarden that you found for originally uh, in Skullcap. I want to put so. a leash on the helmet and keep it as a pet. <laughs> <laughs> so are we going to try and talk these folk else. into following us up there? The no. <laughs> No. Yeah, they've yeah, already said sorry, that they're not. Sorry, I was, I was, we were, we were I was having an elf conversation. Yeah. yeah, they already said that they're that they they're not going to move everybody where there's at least some protection here out into the middle of the wilderness if the dwarves don't open the gate. So you're going to have to go there, convince the dwarves to let them in, um, and then come back and get them. Well, time's a wasted. Time is a wasted because the dragon armies clearly know <laughs> where you guys are. You've had two dragon sightings. Uh, yeah. One with what you thought was the dead Verminard. And, like, he seemed super dead, by the way. Like, his head was crushed, if you remember. Thank you, the underscore colon L. Colon nice. L. Huzzah for following. Huzzah! Huzzah. Oh. Thanks for following. Thanks for following Dragonlance colon. L. <laughs> Dragons of Despair, comma, L. Just for you, buddy. Um, all right. What you gonna do when they come for you? Ergrin's leaving. He's moving out of their cave, Zane. All right. I'm pretty sure that Zane was the one who picked up the map, so you might need him <laughs> to know where you're yeah. going. Well, he's, he, you know, he's doing that sort of like the parrot standing at yeah. the door. <laughs> Tapping waiting. his foot, looking at his watch. Yeah, 
It's like, I'm already out. This should be a sign for you guys to hurry up. Yeah, no, well, um, that's like, see, move, move, move. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Come on. Close, yeah, the, close the door behind you. Last one out closes the door. So Zane's <laughs> just like, why are we, why do we care about them again? <laughs> well, for one, it's the right people. thing they're, to do. They're fine here, right? Well, if they want to be safe, they should come with us. But if they don't want to come with us, then we yeah, should well, probably just go. Let's just go and talk at the door then. That's fine. Right, we so need to convince it, and then um, Flint is like, "No, you know, you know how stubborn." And then he kind of pauses. <laughs> Dwarves can be. <laughs> we if need to gotta, convince them to help these people. They do have a point. I mean, we go knock on the door, and they say, "Just go away." They're all gonna be up there in the open. It's not good. So we should probably hurry. Seems like that beating you left on that filler didn't take. <laughs> Corel's like, I'm just gonna have to crush his head again. <laughs> and he kind of like wipes off his like, mallet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Maybe that's the way that feller works. I'm sure he's gonna bring up a bunch of them scaly folk with him too. A lot of good folk probably die from that. I wonder if some of the scouts can look for a new spot. Maybe we could just start walking. There is an empty mountain not far. I was kind of looking at that as like... It's in a di- you do know it, it is in a different direction than Thorbarden. Yeah, but if it's safe. And thank you, uh, Scott there... Mars, for subscribing on YouTube. Thank you, Scott. Huzzah! 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 Zane is going to contest that, like, it's not really their problem whether or not these people take care of themselves while we're out looking for a place. Like... They're on their own right now. They've already, we've already extended they're ourselves. They're like not listening to us. Huh? They're like not listening. No, they're not listening to what so, we. Well, again, their point was, if you remember, like it, it seems easy to say because this is a game of Dungeons and Dragons that if you take them to the mountain, the dwarves will absolutely let them in and they'll be safe. If they don't, then they're completely without any sort of cover or food. Oh no! Or, yeah. No, yeah. I, I didn't mean yeah. that. I just meant like, no, like in the in, past, yeah. the council hasn't. Right, they seem now, ever since you went to Skullcap, they seem like they're listening. Yeah. They just don't want to bring everybody out to... uh... No, that's 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 actually the first smart thing that they've they've decided. So, Zarek will go find Elliston and say, hey, look, I know it's not in the right direction, but there is an empty... Skullcap is empty right now, so it might be safer for you to go there since the dragon came here and they, like, know that we're here and they might not know that there's a place there. Like, yep. It's defensible. Well, we don't know where the dragon armies are. We don't know moving people there if it's in a different direction than Thorbarden. Uh, I'm, 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 my only goal is the conservation of the lives of these people. That's cool. Right, I'm just saying, well, we're well. gone looking for Thorbarden. Right, but then that only that only takes more time and. We don't know how much time we have. That's okay. I mean, it's your call. We're still going to go to Thorbarton and look for a place for you. Plus, if something happens on the way there and, you know, we have to go in a different direction, you'll have, you won't be able to find us or we may not be able to find you. And at least here, you know where we are. And 
like I said, there are some caves here we can hide in, uh, you know, if need be, as we prepare. But I do beg you to, you know, to to make haste. Um, they're gonna do what they're gonna do. Okay. Gotcha. Did Curly did Curly hear them suggesting that to Elliston? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Curly was there. All right. All right. I uh. uh before, before we... And you also heard Zane life. say that it's really none of your concern what they do while you're not there. Yeah. It's uh, not. Like, what, like yeah, we, I mean, can't, we can't they're tell They're not them. listening to our suggestions. Like if we, so if we give them a suggestion and they decide, no, fuck that, then, yeah. then what are we going to do while we're not there? Yeah, so. exactly. I see your point. But we should go to Thorburn to try to find a place for these people and a place for us. That sounds like a plan. Yeah. Thorbarden's this way. <laughs> right, Ergrin? Yeah, I don't know about that no more. <laughs> Wish it would have at least left that behind. Well, put the put the helmet on. Maybe you could write it down this time. Yeah, I'm no plumb fool. That's not <laughs> happening again. All right. I'm Although, going. if your fella does come around. Maybe I'll take off that dented wood and stick this up on top of his noggin. All right, I'm gonna put you guys on a map so you can see. All right, um, you guys, you're you're all there. You see them? Yeah. Map? Yeah. Be before we head out, I I hang back and uh, and just try to get a moment to uh, talk to Allison for a second. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah, I just tell them uh, don't don't take the people to to sculpt up. That I, I I think that there is a, a dangerous presence still there, and I do not trust that it is a safe place to bring the refugees. Thank you, and I appreciate your candor. And if I'm truthful, I'm concerned with how. Zane returned. What what happened there? I can't tell you what really happened there, but I also have concerns about what happened to Zane while we were there. Yes, well, I still think that the best course of action is to remain here rather than move almost 700 people um, through the wilderness again. Um, especially if, you know, one, we don't know if there is safety. Um, and two, if we don't know that the dwarves will let us in, and I pray that they do, because I fear that we are soon, we'll soon be out of options. Considering that I think the, the, the dragons are coming after us and not you, uh, you're probably better off staying here until we know that the dwarves will let you into Thorbarn. Well, while I certainly think that um, Lord Verminard and I thought you had said that he was he was dead, um, but he apparently lives. Um, he certainly has it out for you, but uh, the dragon armies will absolutely come for us. I mean, they've lost how many slaves, as it were. Um, we were the only thing, um, the only ones mining for iron, which was part of their war effort. Um, you know, without the ability to make the weapons that they need, they'll probably be shorthanded, and I don't think that they want that. So I think we are all in danger, my friend. No, I think you're right. We are all in danger. Okay. Um, he thanks you again, um, and hurries off to prepare to help pack up the camp. 
Um, so you guys are, you know, in this area over by the lake. If you scroll down to the bottom, you see Northgate. That is the oh. northern gate. Thank you, Thomas Lajuski, Lajuski, for following. Huzzah! Huzzah! Um, that is the northern gate of Thorbarden, which this map um, will lead you to. They will let everyone know that. Okay. Um, is there anything you want to do um, or talk about while on the uh, the journey here? Or are you just trudging through? Yeah, I think we I mean... Hurry, double time. All right, so why don't we do, since it's almost halfway to that point here, why don't we take a quick break now? Um, and then uh, when we return, you will be heading, you will be almost at that area. So, folks, thank you again for hanging out with us here on D&D Friday as we play Dragonlance, colon, Dragons of Despair, comma, part one. Uh, we will be back momentarily, so don't go anywhere. And if you do, just make sure you come back in a couple minutes because we will be back then. So... Will, what, what, what do you suggest they do during their break? Well, while you're on your break, why don't you go ahead and get your little snackages and your beverages and your whateverages. And, 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 and then uh, just hurry on back for the, I'm sure something's going to happen, and hopefully it has no element involved. And we are back. Welcome back, ladies, gentlemen, and others, to Wicked Studios Presents Dragonlance Colon, Dragons of Desolation, comma, part one. And a special thanks to Elmer Jones and Mike Hankin for following over break. Huzzah, let me at least say what it is they did, why we're thanking them. Nick, I know, you really got excited. There was two good people right back to back. Um, no, God damn it. I do not thank the Yankees or the Tampa Bay Rays for just losing. Well, the Rays won, but the Yankees lost. Boo. Anyway, we are back, guys. Um, you guys have been following the river for a little more than four hours. Um, at, it's a fairly peaceful journey. It's Again, it's a beautiful day. Um, a little brisk, obviously, um, since we are pretty far south here. Um, the, you know, the, the path is still covered with um, snow, but otherwise you were able to make it this far without any issue. Um, as you're walking and you get closer to that north gate, you cross um, a narrow part of the, uh, the river easily enough. Um, a steep defile suddenly opens up into a narrow five-foot-wide ledge. Below, a cliff drops 1,000 feet into the valley. Above, a cliff climbs 500 feet to become part of the mountain range. Another defile can be seen at the far end of the ledge, almost 100 feet away. 
So basically, as you get through the mountain pass, you have like a five foot wide area that is, you know, there's a ledge going down on one side and the other side goes up um, about 500 feet and you can easily drop a thousand feet below. So you might want to be careful. As soon as Zane says that, he slips and falls. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Curlifon's the only one who doesn't have to worry about this. So anyway, so you guys, um, this, this seems to be, it's tough to say exactly, but you're at least close to the spot on the map um, indicating that you are at Northgate. Supposed to be here somewhere. Yes. Yes. As soon as you take it out, you have a little, your eyes have a little flash, you have a very different expression, and with a different voice, you say, I am Gralin, Prince of the Mountain, Dwarves, Prince of the Mountain Dwarves, killed by the forces of evil in the Dwarf Gate War. By means of this magical helm, <laughs> I have survived these centuries, that my tail and my, yes. <laughs> All right. Um, Graylin, you know that there are there is a mechanism um, that will open the door. However, you're a prince. You've never actually worked this mechanism, or I mean, somebody's always opened this for you. Um, if you want to roll a investigation or survival check, whichever is better, at advantage though, you could attempt to find it. just can't no yes you can you can sure that's what they're there for 14 seems just you know it's here like it's in this general area you're confident that You've seen like a page do this that he, you know, he usually walks over, he does a little something. <laughs> yeah, 
As he says that, like he pours himself a glass of sweet tea, sits in a rocking chair. <laughs> it's about you know it's a it's a it's about a two feet square um, section of rock. <laughs> that you're looking for. It is mechanically sealed. <laughs> Anybody can search for this thing. Investigation or survival, whatever is better. Um, yeah, Curlifon, as you guys are looking for, Curlifon says, is this it? And presses his hand. <laughs> All right. 25. You have a plus 11 to survival and you chose investigation? Okay, fair enough. Anyway, yeah, so as you guys are searching for it, uh, Curlifon just sort of leans up against the wall and just... And when the door opens, you hear a deep rumbling sound like an earthquake. Um, the ledge and cliff sh uh, face begin to shake. The door suddenly breaks free and pushes out five feet. Who did we just lose? Kim Chan. Kim Chan falls into the ravine. I gotta move you guys. Right, so there's the door is opening. Curlathlon is in front of it. You guys, everybody roll. Um, uh, D20. Not really, because you couldn't find the, uh, the entrance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. No, no, this is to determine who's in front of the door and who is not in front of the door. Okay, um... Yes, however, you're, uh, so basically what's happening, this door pushes open now quickly. Once this thing catches and starts moving out, um, Ergrin is off to the side as Graylin is leading him in the wrong direction looking for this uh, uh, mechanism. Um, Flint, Garel, and Zane are all in front of this door. So we can't hear the players? Oops, you're right, you can't. I, I hit the wrong mm. thing. Oh, now you can. Sorry, thank you. Missed all uh, that thank you for awesome it. dialogue. That yeah. was gold right there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, Literally didn't miss anything. No. Um, Zarek is just to the side of this. Zane is just inside of it. So 
Everybody, so Zane Gorell, Flint, and Curlithlon are going to need dexterity saving throws to see if you can move wow. out of the way before I getting knocked out. Okay. No, it was higher. You needed, yeah, basically, anybody over a 15 was in the way. Um, God. Can Zane make it with advantage? Because nope. Zarek is there to grab him? No, because Zarek also needs to move out of the way. Fair. Otherwise, yeah. Zarek, otherwise Zarek will just move Ooh. into the way and you'll Definitely both. All right. Well, wait. I thought I thought I was already out of the way. You, you are. are. I'm saying if you were. Oh, I see. I would have. I yeah. see what you're saying. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're fine. You just make it, girl. <laughs> Girl's hot light on his cheek. Girl, if one's fine, I don't need one for Flint. Yeah, coming up. Oh, no. All right. Oh, oh, so I'm I've got this stupid helmet on my head. I can't I am going to need Curlithlon, since Curlithlon made it easily. Roll another dexterity check to see if you can grab Flint before he falls off the uh, face of the earth. Dexterity check or save? I'm sorry. Uh, this would be a check. So an acrobatics or dexterity check. Okay. Acrobatic. 24, yeah. So you're in, nice. you jump out, see Flint, oh shit, pull back. You're able to then reach out, grab him just as he's about to fall and, and fling him to the side. So half of you are on one side of this gate, half of you are on the other. Um, if you look below, and Flint would have as you see his life flashing before his eyes, um, it looks like probably sometime during the cataclysm, this topography changed. Is Kim Chan frozen or is he really just sitting like that? No, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glued, man. <laughs> you got my full It was awesome, man. <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> all right, anyway. Um, he is in Thailand after all. Come on now. Yeah. They have Wi-Fi. Um... <laughs> Roast it again. Yeah, he is. But the other one was funnier. <laughs> no, this one's better now. Yeah. <laughs> Am I frozen? Yeah, you're kind of like Max Hedrum now, where you're kind of you can hear you, but you're moving like uh, oh, there's like a stop motion animation. Oh no. <laughs> so basically, um, pro during the cataclysm, you're guessing the topography here has changed, <laughs> and this door used to open up to flatland, um, but now. It is a big cavernous pit below you. Um, so as the door opens, you see it. It's really kind of incredible the way it is. It, it sort of moves almost like a corkscrew, like the, me the mechanism behind the rock. And it pushes the rock face out. Now, it's supposed to then move itself over to one side. However, because of the weight of this thing, and the fact that there is no ground supporting it any longer, as it was when it was first built, the um, iron of the mechanism snaps. And this, I mean, you're talking, I don't know how many tons, but a lot of weight of this stone rock and metal crashes a to the ground a thousand feet below 
making a huge racket. If you were trying to sneak in, <laughs> those days are over. <laughs> um, but there is now an opening um, to the lost dwarven kingdom of Thorbarden. I asked you to open the door, not break it. And I was supposed to close that and keep the enemies out. Don't yeah, know. Good, for good or bad, that door is now remains open yeah. <laughs> until somebody can rebuild that uh, yeah, incredible oh, piece shit, of machinery. It doesn't work that. It's not that big. Yeah. If we can get the mechanism back yeah, up. Yeah, if you can pull the mechanism back up with your magic, then I can mend it. Let's throw some Even with the long lives the elves live, I don't know that you would have enough life and years left to mend that. <laughs> Ooh, together we could do it. That's exactly what I thought. Of. I, was like, I was like, I can use cement. <laughs> so uh, who's with who? We're split on two sides of it. Curlathlon, um and uh, Flint are on the left side. And on the right side are Garel, Zarek, Zane, and Ergrin. That being said, there's now just a big open space that any of you can walk through very easily now that the door is open. Right, Zane, oh. walk right in. Yeah. Yeah, Bro, do you want to disguise right yourself? No, oh, I can't do that anymore. Oh, that sucks. Bro, it's like, okay, Graylin, Graylin, and grabs the helmet. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, as soon as you pull the helmet off, you are oh, now Ergrin again. We might have needed him for... Uh, Oh, that's right. We can always put it back on. All right. I'm going to move you to another map. I'm not putting that thing back on. He's hey, thanks for putting it on this you. time. All right. What's that? Scroll down to the bottom of this map. Oh, my. Oh. Oh. <laughs> this, is, this is a map. This is... Uh, I'm going to look at all the other rooms first. That's not going to... I can promise you it will not help you. Um, one thing I can see that it's not gonna happen. One thing that I've learned from the dwarves is that they leave the creativity in their construction to the elves, <laughs> and they're more about if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So they have to fix the door now. They basically that door is broke. So they're you it. will notice as you continue going through Thorbarden that there are basically 14 different types of city block, and each of these are effectively a city block. Um, and then that's in size as well. Um, so, and then they're just repeated in various degrees throughout, um, depending on what level you're on, what area you're on, what city you're in. Uh, but it's, the, it, it's basically the same 14 arranged differently but the same 14 city blocks that they've decided that they've liked. And if you go to any Dwarven city, you will see <laughs> these same city blocks arranged differently, but the individual blocks remain the same. Okay. Um, so you enter down below, and let me put um, those of you at home on this map so you can see as well. So you enter down below here, um, the other part of that has fallen off the cliff. Um, Should we put tokens down or do not care? No, you don't need tokens for here. Okay. Um, I'll let you know when you need them. So basically, 
this is um, the main street of a dwarven kingdom. However, it is very dusty. It is almost in ruins. Um, it looks like nobody has come this way in a very long time. There are merchant shops that line the passage. However, they are all abandoned. Uh, Do any of them have anything left in them? Uh, like anyone you, left anything behind? Are you going to go in? Yeah. Oh, so, definitely. Which one? Pick one of the four in the corners um, there. I guess we'll go to this one here on the left. All right, first one on the left. Yeah. All right, you go in. Um, it looks uh, Zach like... Zach will go in first if you're walking in. Yeah, it looks... Like, whoa! <laughs> He'll go in first. This is kind of set up like a microbrewery. Um, <laughs> there are um, tables and chairs. There's a bar. Um, and in the back, there are the... Um, uh, what do you call those things that you make the uh, the beer in those big metal uh, containers? Bats. 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 Um, beer lats. Vat. What is that? I'm saying what Lord Forth is saying. Um, so anyway, um, that's all you see in here. And of course, there are mugs and tankards and such as well. And that's this whole thing on the on the left here. Yep. It's yeah. Garel's over at the vat, tapping it, seeing if there's anything in there. Uh, sounds <laughs> mostly empty. Oh, beard lasts. Yes, beard. Well. Um, and this, is there any other beard latte? Doors? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Are there any visible doors or or other ways to go through once we're inside? Uh, there's an exit to that little um, alleyway to the north. Yeah. It's like this. This here? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can get um, out through there. Yeah, let's go that way. Why not? All right. Um, you go into that next shop. It's a... Um, you can tell from, like, the weird, creepy dwarven mannequins, this was probably a tailor shop. Um, so there's, like, these wooden dwarf size mannequin things that are sort of, like, laying in creepy positions and, like, some sitting up, some, like, for the, bro you know, broken legs or arms. Um, you don't see any more clothes or anything like that, um, although you do see an area where, um, you know, people would be sewing, uh, where the textiles would be stored, etc. Yeah, is, is this something where we're seeing, like, you know... Uh, like six inches of dust on oh, all yeah. this oh, stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Or... This is okay. not. No one has been in this this area for hundreds of years. Okay. Well, looks it's, like so maybe the dwarves are all gone. Oh, it's just this one. We, we, we don't know what's deeper in the city. Adam, is there a way? There's a way through the next. Plot yeah, plot ignore plot. that. The basically it it butts up against the uh, the next turn there. Is Gilgamesh? Yeah, that's that's really that's really breaking my brain trying to figure out the geography of this since it's got uh, you know rectangles that don't fit. It's got some Tardis shit going on in here. Yeah. <laughs> Where does the extra space go? Yeah. Did yeah. Gilsonis yeah, come with us? No. Goldmoon did though. No. You, oh, did not, did. you needed. You didn't say Goldmoon came with you. Okay. So Goldmoon was back with everybody else, and so okay. Was no, 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 no. That's wrong. fine with me. It's like. Yeah, you guys um, left them there. Yeah. Hold on a second. 
Anybody got a piece of paper? Pen? What's over here? Uh, that one no. um, looks like you a sort of like paper? a well, yeah, maybe it was like a general write store. A, a letter with. Okay. Ergren's going to start writing a little letter and drawing a little bit of a map. Yeah. Some sort of store. It's hard to say exactly what was in it because everything is emptied now. Same thing with the one above it. Was they, you know, they, was, they were selling something clearly, but hard to say what. Before y'all get any further down in here, hold on a second. Ergren's going to go back over to the door and he's going to start looking around for some birds. Birds? Birds. You're going outside, I'm hoping. Yes. Yeah, I was just saying he's going back to the entrance. All right. Um, Roll a nature check. Nineteen. Yeah, a little bird flies by. All right, I charm that son of a bitch. <laughs> that bird looks at you lovingly. All right, here you go, little feller. Now you got to fly on down. Oh, after I charm him, let me let me see you for a second. As an action, you present your holy symbol, invoke deity, blah blah blah. Plant or creature you see within thirty feet of you make a wisdom saving throw. I'm taking your saying that it fails it. Did you? You didn't. That was just to see if you found it. So Okay, so it's got to roll a wisdom saving throw, DC 16. It's probably going to fail. It's a bird. Yeah, it fails it. Okay. Then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to... Uh, uh, um, cast speak with animals. Or let me see. Does animal friendship let me talk to him? No. That just makes him friendly to you. Okay. So what I'll do then is I'm going to cast Speak with Animals. Okay. And I'm going to give him a little something, something, a little out of my pack to to nibble on him and say, now you got to take this down to my friends down in the valley down in there. Seeing how the doors completely busted the fuck up off of here and there's no doors right here. They could just start coming on up. Oh, sure. That's, basic, yeah. that's basically what I wrote on the note. And then I drew a little crude map of showing how to get up to where they can come in. I says, you know, you're the best little feller I've ever seen around here. And I appreciate all your help. Yeah, you're great, too. Yeah, you look weird without feathers, but otherwise you're looking uh, you're pretty nice, though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get some. Wait, what do you mean by that? I mean, I'm charmed by you, but I'm not that charmed. No, no, I'm trying to get some I'm really not into, I'm not into that. Like, no, that's, I mean, it's the first... It's you like, misunderstand. Uh, we just met. That's a little weird. I'm a little uncomfortable. Cal- cal- calm down. That's not what I meant. Okay, we'll take this here loader down to my friends down around the way, and I'll explain to them where to go so they can deliver the letter. All right. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Bird flies off. I'm done. We can keep on going. About how many people could fit in this area? Um, Like in this first map tile? In the first map tile? I mean, you could probably fit maybe 30 or 40 people easily. Okay. Maybe more. All right. So then as we progress deeper in, this second tile appears the same. Yeah, well, when you walk in, as you continue to walk through and look through the area here, 
Um, you do see scars of a fierce battle streak the walls. Um, the floor, this is in the second tile. Mm-hmm. Um, the floor is littered with broken oh, shards of pottery and rusted metal. Ancient wagons, uh, their axles broken, litter the major corridors. Skeletons of dwarves and men lie where they died Ooh. so long ago, clothed in rusted armor and rags. Silent witness to the terrible conflict that once raged in these halls. Well, all right, so um, hang on, I lost you for a second. So in this second square here, uh, that it's bodies everywhere, basically. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Yeah, skeletons evidence at this point. But yeah. Evidence of skeleton, a skeleton, rusted yeah. armor. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Are Adam by any chance? Is there an axe? Nothing usable. <laughs> no. E- like um, even the remnants of one. Like if you were to pick one up, it would literally cr- like crumble in your. Gotcha. Hands. Okay. Uh, Ergrin's gonna look and see if there's any um, evidence of draconian death. Roller like survival uh, check. All right. Is Ergrin being loud about this, or is he just looking? No, nah, he's just looking for right okay. now. We'll see if he makes the check. Here we go. 21. Um, no, they are, it seems to be men and dwarves. Uh, you don't see any evidence of draconians in here. Interesting. Uh, human. Got it. It looks like the dwarves and the humans got to fight amongst themselves. And that lines up with the historical data? Yes. Yeah. D- Draconians are, from what you guys can tell, new. Like, no one has <laughs> oh, ever really? seen... Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, no one has ever seen those things until now. Like, um, like they're, not, they're not creatures that prior to now anyone has ever talked about or written about or anything. Mm. These are these are strange new creatures. So, Adam, according to any of the maps that we have, do we have any indication where the city center, the the seat of power, would be? Anything like that? Um, you would know from the map that you do have it. It's a crudely drawn map of the interior. Um, that this was just the north gate, um, and that. Anything, any it's area, um, you know, where there would be any sort of thane or king or, you know, anything would not necessarily be in this area. Um, as you're searching this area and hanging around over here looking at stuff, an armed party of dwarves step into the corridor before you. Ooh. Their mm-hmm. leader, strength and confidence lining his features, steps forward. The large hammer at his side is uh, held loose but ready. He rumbles, What business have you strangers among the halls of the Hylar? And to give a little description of this dude, he's got a coarse black beard that falls to the middle of his muscular chest. He's very tall for a dwarf. Um, If... um, you know, a normal dwarf is Adam size, 5'11", then he is probably 
six seven, six eight, something like that. He's almost a foot taller than your typical dwarf. Um, a braid marking noble blood, which Flint and Curlathlon would know. Ah, um, Curlathlon Garel, you guys are in the wrong spot, so I messed your names up. Um, um, so braid marking noble blood hangs to the uh, to the right of his troubled face from beneath a leather skull cap. Um, his features are worn, but the fire in his eyes shines bright. Um, he has, uh, you know, dwarven plate, um, with a leather jerkin tied it at his knees. And he is waiting for your response. Graylin Sinners. There's and then only, who there's... took, who took the helmet off my head and is still holding on to it? Curly is, and he'll point over at Curly in the helmet. This, this guy. Yeah. Why don't There's, you go ahead and throw that on top of one of your fellers over there and see what happens. Grayland's spirit seems to possess this here helmet. Um, there's grumbling and mumbling from the dwarves behind this, um, this taller dwarf. And he, hush. And steps forward, still holding the battle axe in his right hand, although not threateningly, um, just in case he needs it. Um, and he walks up, stands before Garel, and he's not much shorter than Garel. Uh, yeah. Not Garel, Curlathlon. God damn it. I didn't actually, I changed you on here, but I, no, I didn't. Um, and he says, where did you find that? What was the name of that place? Skullcap Skull Mountain. Skull. Zane says Skullcap Mountain. You were inside Skullcap Mountain. Yes. You get that right. It sucked. I would imagine. Um, who are you and, and how did you come to enter these halls? Well, we kind of broke your door. I can see that. Sorry In fact, that. we heard Graylin. it. Graylin broke the door. If, here, hold, let, me, right, see, let Graylin, me see the hem. Girls, girls, like, technically gravity broke the door. <laughs> just opened it. Ergrin's, like, holding out his hand for the helmet. Dark's like, I can mend it. No, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then, chunk, he's going to put the helmet on. And uh, he says, I am Graylin, prince of the mountain dwarves, killed by the forces of evil in the dwarf great war. By magical, by means of this magical helm, I have survived these centuries that my tale and fate may be told. I rode forth on the morning of that last battle in the great charge of Thane Hylar. We came from the north gate of Thorbard and across the Durgoth plain. My troop assaulted the mountain home of the dark wizard here. My brothers fought with courage and valor. Many fell with honor at my side. Yet, when the tide of battle turned our, in our favor, and I confronted the wizard in his lair, he smiled, and a great magic rushed from his being, a flame of power and horror that broke through stone and steel. Thus, in his rage and despair, he destroyed both his allies and his enemies. Thus did I die. Yeah, so that happened. And then, 
Um, Ergrin drops to the ground. Oh no! Um, as he falls, I'm gonna need Ergrin to roll a um, Constitution saving throw. If he drops to the ground, Zarek will also try to run over and try to pull the helmet off. Constitution, you say? Yes, sir. Seven. Seven. All right, yeah. So you, he falls down unconscious. The helmet clanks off of his head because yeah. <laughs> it doesn't quite fit exactly right. Um, and lands down, and, and um, the dwarf says, Huh. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, that was my reaction. <laughs> well, that was interesting. Um, Who are you? My name is. Armin Karas, son of Hornfell, Thane of the Hylar Dwarves. Pleasure to meet you. I am the reincarnated being of the great warrior Karas. May I? And he looks at the helm. Yeah, I don't want to touch it. Sure. Yeah, knock yourself out. (laughs) You figure it's a dwarven relic, so you guys are... Yeah, he picks it up and says... I'm sure my, my father would be very interested in seeing this, but I must ask again, who are you? And why are you Zane. here? Heroes of the Lance, sort of. You're not, you haven't even seen a Lance yet. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, didn't we miss a Lance somewhere? Yeah, we did, I think. for Ergrin right now? Is he just unconscious? Mm-hmm. If you check him, yeah, he's breathing. He's not dead. Yeah. He just, as he hit his head, he knocked him unconscious. Um, my name is Zane. We are uh, fighting against the dragon army. Um, they're probably, you know, going to impact your kingdom eventually. Uh, two questions. One, what are the dragon armies? Two, what happened? Why do you... What are you exactly? Oh, I'm an elf, but, uh, you know. He's an elf. He just does weird stuff. And then you hear in the background the other, the other dwarves. Do you say that's a dark elf? A dark elf? A dark, that's a dark elf. I've never seen a dark elf. I've seen plenty of dark I've seen so many el- dark elves. You'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> um, Look, regardless of what he is, there's dragons have returned here. Right, and they've raised an army of uh, beings, humanoid beings, like them, uh, and they've been rampaging across the land, causing lots of problems for basically everybody. And now you have caused a problem for us by breaking our door. Yeah, sorry about that. And who are the rest of you? This is my twin brother, Derek. Right, Flint steps forward and introduces himself. And Nidar. Yes. And my boy, Gorel. And <laughs> Gorel kind of leans forward. I thought I was big for a dwarf. Gorel laughs. He's like, I'm not really a dwarf. It was I was a, just it raised was a, by one. It was a joke. I, I can tell you're a human. <laughs> I haven't seen many humans in my day, but I've seen many dwarves. I haven't met many dwarves with a sense of humor. And Flint kind of looks up and And the other two? 
the one who keeps disappearing into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Curly. That's what he does. <laughs> he disappears into the woods. And your unconscious friend who was wearing the helm of Graylin. Oh, his name's Urban. He was a slave captured by the uh, Dragon Army. We, uh, we liberated them and freed them. That's right. And uh, we have a lot of more slaves or former slaves of the Dragon Army looking for They're shelter. They're not technically ours. Um, They're not ours. They're, we're all running from the Dragon Army. Well, they're running. We're, we're kind of walking. And yeah, you, I think we have a lot more slaves was probably bad phrasing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, we got hundreds of slaves. <laughs> hundreds of them. The and we'd like to bring it. them here. The only thing that makes that worse is, are you looking for some? <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. No, that's not the, Will has a very uncomfortable uh, history with slavery in Dungeons and Dragons I games. I don't at all. I don't know what he's talking about. So Urban was part of this group that was enslaved by the Dragon Army. We liberated the slaves. Garful? <laughs> And they started following us through the wilderness. Here's the R in the background, just laughing. <laughs> Alright, that was a that was a joke for two of us. <laughs> yeah, for two people. Sorry. It was hey, a you good, might have though. people on the street. I know, That's true. I bet I bet the Queen Tiamat understands. So <laughs> other than coming to break our door and tell us about this, I'm sure. There's more that you want from us. There's well, always more that outsiders want. It's true. Um, so these slaves, former slaves, they, um, they're looking for a place to stay. They keep following us around, saying that we're responsible to find them a place to live. So we've decided that um, this is probably the only place that could possibly house them if you guys are willing to uh, open your doors to a bunch of records. And you clearly have a bunch of unused space here. And I point to the, the dusty skeletons on the uh, <laughs> side here. And I'll tell you what, if you let them in, they'll fix your door. Probably. Are these I've... slaves of yours dwarves? Well, they're not technically no, they're, ours. They're, they're, they're not, not ours. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're no longer slaves at all. We did free them. Are they this dwarves? Much underground railroad type of thing. There were dwarves among the slaves right, when they were they, free. Uh, the bigoted council uh, drove them away with their hatred. Why, and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> why did you say that? What? So there are a bunch of humans mm -hmm. that from what I'm gathering from your very confusing description don't like dwarves and that's you want to bring them here that, to live. Oh no, that's, I don't want to no, bring no, them that's, anywhere. That, that's a misunderstanding. Not, they love dwarves. I don't want to bring them anywhere. They are following us. They're 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 here. They're coming. No, no, no. They're they're following us. Like they walk where okay. we walk. Any, but there's no. Have well, you, the weird-looking elf bro. does not speak for the refugees. No, no, I don't. Bro. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm speaking for me. There you go. I'm I'm telling you, they they follow us even when we don't want them to. I don't see anyone but you. Right. I'm going to have to take you. You're going to have to come with us. Okay. 
Okay. And he calls over two of his men to help Ergrin up. Ergrin, roll another constitution saving throw. All right, let's see what I get this time. 17. 12. You're still unconscious. Okay. Um, they sort of half carry, half drag you um, uh, through there. Um, uh, Zarek will pick him up. Okay, if you want. They'll, they'll, they're happy not to yeah. do any extra work. He'll carry him. Uh-huh. So... Um, Zane is going to pay close attention to the route that they're taking us. <clears throat> All right. He says, um, I'm going to have to have to ask you to move fairly quickly. I am in search of my brother who was taken by the Thywar dwarves. The who? It's a long story, and I don't know if I can trust you yet. That's fair. In fact, I mean, I'm fairly certain I can't. Oh, no. Everything I told you is true. Yes. Well, it's hard to believe a dark elf and his crazy tales, especially when they conflict with the other members of the party that he is with. Well, no. What? No. I, I said I don't no. speak for the refugees. I'm telling you what, I, what we've experienced. Well, you've also come and you've broken our door. Yes, I apologize. You've told us we, that people will be door. coming and staying here. You, no, no. No, no, no. We told you they'll be coming. You can sit. You can decide if they stay or not. They're not coming. Oh, they're gonna come. Well, they they told us that they were gonna come. <laughs> this is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, they, but didn't uh, didn't Ergrin send them their letter? Send that letter to tell them to come. No. Do does do we know about that? I thought Ergrin did oh, that yeah. off the side. I didn't think we knew about that. Ergrin did. Did Ergrin tell us about that? I don't he didn't think so. tell anybody, but he didn't hide the fact. He just I told see. you to wait, and then went and did it, and we then came back. No, no, we don't know about the yeah, So they're probably know. coming. No, but they, they would only come if we said that they could come. They don't listen to us all the time, so they may just be on their way anyway. That's true. Again, I'm going to have to ask you to come with me, and, and... Sure, but if you need help finding your brother, like, let's find your brother first. He stops and thinks about this, and I says, "Look, I, man, I'm not, I'm not here to cause any problems at all." Well, we I mean, you can't, you, you've already caused a problem by know, breaking I our door. I'll fix this your door, door that is. If you could get it back up, my brother and I could cast mending. We'll fix it. I don't problem. think you can. <laughs> this was a dwarven door made hundreds of years ago. Right. I don't think two elves will be able to fix it. I don't know, man. Dark though one may be. We're we're pretty good. You're just talking out your butt. All right. <laughs> Come with me. Just talk. You're, not, you're not even playing. You're just being you talking out your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Come with me. And um, here you but look, all right. So it's still on the table. We'll help you find your brother because we broke your door. Also, I well, know. That's, I'll I, help you find your brother because we broke your door. I know, I know what it's like to have a bro. I'll help you find your bro. I always find my bro. That's right. He says to these, keep a close eye on them to his, to the other dwarves that are, 
are with him, and they sort of surround you. So Zane is giving absolutely no resistance to, to right. whatever is going on. No, no, you're just acting really fucking weird no. to a guy <laughs> after you bust funny. into. It's like it's like somebody comes into my <laughs> come to my house and then opens your fridge, right, and bro, sits down bust your open door. my door. <laughs> rips it completely off the hinges and throws it out onto the street. Comes in and says, no, everything's cool, man. No, you know, there's there's a whole bunch more people that are probably on their way to come here, too. Um, but no, everything's... We're fine. You need help finding the remote? It looked like you were looking for the remote. You need help finding the remote? I'm your guy. I'm great at finding remotes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's probably under the cushions. Always the last place you look. So... He says, time is of the essence. I need to find my brother. Um, I'm taking you with me. I trust that there will be no problems. As soon as we find my brother, I'm going to take you to my father and to the Council of the Dwarves and let them hear this story. Great. That sounds great. Yep. The Mother Council sounds perfect. Yeah, let's totally, totally help you find your brother, man. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest. You're probably going to be thrown into prison. That's fair. The you broke your door. <laughs> the only reason I, am not, I haven't done it yet is because you brought us this helm. But I'm not sure how that's fair. What? You brought, you, you this is. Door. It's a door! It's, it's a the, really it's big a, door. It's a, it's a really door. old door. It's a really old door. How do you know that there wasn't just the, uh, you know, the natural movement of the plates under the ground right and shit? Because it's, this door survived the cataclysm. Uh-huh, it survived yeah, the cataclysm only because it was closed. If, if if yes, yes and then you opened it and broke it. Who said Look, we, we opened it? I don't know, man. Gravity I broke it. The way it opened broke it. So Zane, Zane turns Zane turns to everybody right now and says, "Guys, if we're in an ancient dwarven prison, that means the dragons can't kill us." Right. That's another problem. You've opened a door when there's dragons attacking and dragon men the door. coming, along with a bunch of bigoted refugees. DJ JDSA, thank you for liking the stream. Thank you, JP. No, no, they're not bigoted. They're not bigoted. They yeah. love dwarves. They really? all love dwarves. No, he's, they don't. He's the bigot. I, no, no, no. I, whoa, whoa. They were kind of mean First to the of dwarves. all, Curly, I was speaking up for the dwarves when the, the council drove them away. Remember? Uh-huh, yeah, I remember. I'm just saying. hmm I remember that mean. situation well. They, they were pretty mean and pretty, pretty uh, terrible. So sure. Mm-hmm. They were. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Oscar Caracedo. Caracedo. Sorry for butchering your name. Huzzah. Huzzah. Oh. I like how you get you drew out Oscar. Oscar. Because <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to pronounce the last <laughs> name. So last I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to completely say Oscar until I could figure out, and it still didn't work. So I ran out of time. Oscar is one syllable, two syllables. Whatever we're doing, let's go help you find your brother. Again, man, keep a close eye on them and attack if they make any sudden moves. 
How will we know? That, so the the other clan of dwarves are they wearing something distinct? I don't want to accidentally harm one of your kin. They're like dark armband of some sort. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> name tag. Right. Do they have like a, a, a name tag or a? The Thywar are, are one of the clans of dark dwarves. Their pallor is very grayish in color. Um, they don't look like the Hylar dwarves. So you hate them because they look different? No. <laughs> I hate them because they kidnapped my brother and threw him into their prisons. I mean, that's fair. I just wanted to make sure that there was, like, not some underlying reason. But, yeah, let's go get your brother. If the rest of you would like to stay out of our prisons, I would recommend ensuring that this creature keeps quiet. What? What creature? I'm not sure that we can ensure anything regarding him. I mean, you Zane, know, he's like, he, he speaks for himself. As as he clearly told you. Yes. Well, it reflects badly on the rest of you. Oh, I know. There's <laughs> little we can do about that. It always does. <laughs> always does. All right, so he is going to lead you through um, uh, the area in the center, the great temple, which is all but destroyed. This is um, clearly a place of worship, although it is in disarray. Um, back through this area, which looks very similar to the area that you were just in. However, it is going a different direction. So have we seen yet at this point any sign of like, you know, used areas of the city that are not just in ruins and, no. and disrepair? Okay. Uh, when I when I have an opportunity, I will try to ask our uh, our little dwarf leader there uh, where exactly the dwarves are. Well, the dwarves are in the main kingdom. This is the North Gate. Okay, it just seems like a lot of unused space. Where what what happened? This is a terrible, a terrible battle here. Fought it was fought here in the Dwarf Gate Wars. Many died. Um, we've since abandoned this area. However, the Thywar have taken it as their own. Although they currently, and he looks up. Um, spend their time in the upper levels. That being said, they are very dangerous. Okay. Um, so he will take you, you see, as you come up, you see then this big wall area. Um, he takes you through the pass in here um, into the center um, where there's another little row. Um, there's some guard houses on either side, um, a little row. And then there's a um, 
just a large open space. Um, da, 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 where is it? Um, Wait, where are we? Can you can you? Uh, ping yes, it? you're over here now, down below. Oh, down below. Yes, oh, you're you're on the bottom, moving up, but you're over here. I'll keep pinging it until you see it. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, gotcha. Um, so you see, once you get to here, a huge square cavern is carved out of the solid stone. The floor is lined with rubble, scattered about our skeletons long dead, fallen from the great bridge above. And you see, I mean, you can see how big this space is by looking at the map. I'll make it smaller so those of you at home can also see it, although it's, I'm not really doing much good here because of how it's laid out. Um, and above you, um, it looks like the, uh, the area above you is in the same shape. And there are lights down here, it's all lit. Um, by these like phosphorescent um, um, uh, like fungus um, around the area, but it gives enough light to see. It's a weird eerie light, but it, it is easily it is easy enough to see. Um, the and but where this just has this big open space carved into the bottom of it, um, it's a big open space above, but there is a long bridge that goes from one end to the other. Um, and it looks like some of these people at some point have fallen off of this bridge and have died a long, long time ago. Um, he then um, moves you through this side here into this corner, um, which are residences um, or what appear to have been residences. Again, this area is, you know, just like the others, um, you know, long since abandoned. And um, Pat brings you through what was an old smithy through here. Um back to um, these residents. And again, this is taking some time, um, which is, and you can see that um, Armin Karas is getting, you know, more and more um, concerned um, as he goes. Um, You pass through um, another wall area, another residence area, um, and this, um, what looks like a garden. And then finally in this corner here where there's another um, city block of residences, there is a large mechanism that looks very much like the one you saw in um, Zach Saroth um, that the gully dwarves were using to, you know, jumping into the pot after, you, you know, the ones that you didn't murder anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so there's a large, but it's, it's square. Um, it's open at one side 
and it's flush on the ground so you can easily walk right in instead of like climbing into that large pot, which you needed to do in Zaxaroth. Um, it is held by these large chains and a pulley system. Um, and he nods to one of his men who goes and, um, you know, uh, to over to the, you know, to the mechanism. And he says, please enter here. We need to go further up. Um, and he says, we are going into the heart of the Thywar territory. Now, their main uh, residences are on the third level. However, keep your wits about you. They could come from anywhere on the second level as well. What did they, what did they want with your brother? Why did they take him? My brother is also the son of Hornfeld of the Hylar Dwarves. I'm sorry, you wouldn't know. Um, my father is the Thane of the Hylar Dwarves and therefore the leader of the seven clans. We don't have a king per se. Um, and he looks over at Flint and says, we haven't since the Nidar left. That being said, there is a tenuous agreement between the clans of which my father leads. So it's a ransom kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Thywar are making a power play, I believe. And by kidnapping one of Hornfell's sons, and certainly they knew better than to try to kidnap me. Obviously. Certainly. Um, this is an act of war. I hope that by rescuing him, I can prevent that from happening. Now, please. Let's do it. Enter the chamber. Okay. Do you all enter? Yep. yep. I'm unconscious. Sure. Oh, yeah, you can roll another. At this point, it's been like an hour. We've been in here. Okay, um, I'll roll another one. Oh, come on and open up. There we go. Zaboom. Yeah, baby, got an eight this time. Right, like, you can get worse. <laughs> I know, right? I started to get better, but some was it uh, uh, Xerx carrying me around and like turned around to talk to somebody and he was close to the wall. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 knocks your head, knocks you back unconscious. Yeah. So, um, so you all get in. Um, the dwarf presses this mechanism. Um, and it begins to rise. Now, first it rises with like a lurch because this thing has not been used in a long time. So, you know, at first, you know, you feel like you're, you know, this thing is, is not safe and <laughs> there's no door. Um, you're going to, you know, it feels like you're going to fall out, but you're able to sort of hold on to the sides and um, steady yourselves. And once it gets a little bit of steam going, it, uh, you know, it, it moves smoother. Um, but it's, uh, you know, it's still a bit of a bumpy ride. You then get to the, which I will move you guys over to, the second level. Whoops. 
Um, and you wind up sort of over here in this corner, you know. Um, this is part of the smithy. Can you ping one more time? Thank you. And um, as soon as you get there, we're going to actually move to a different map because you are attacked by some Thywar dwarves. And I'm unconscious. Well, you will, <laughs> on your turn, you'll get to make another thing. Put make yourselves okay. down here. Um, put Flint out there, too. Uh, we're going to get ourselves some dwarves. Nope, I guess that's the wrong thing. Uh, All right. Hey. <laughs> did that dwarf actually show up or did it just open this thing up? I didn't see it. I, yeah, there's yeah, no token on the map if that's what you're asking. Yeah, what the heck? What level am I on? I'm on objects and tokens. Oh. Do, do, do. That's why. It's, I'm not, okay, I'll do it this way. Um, I'll just put out some tokens and we'll do them manually. Use these dudes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and I am going to move. Joel, why don't you tell the folks what it is we do here while I'm waste I'm doing well, dead air instead of just sitting that sounds, there? <laughs> that sounds like I'm ta I'm talking in chat. I'm not just sitting here. Okay, so, but anyway, Adam brings up a very interesting thing. We do other things on this channel. One of which on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, we have Greyhawk Adventures. Mm, heating up, heating up. They're currently in Radic, although they started in Bone March, and there's an army of gnolls and undead. Mm, exciting. But on Wednesdays, we also have, don't look at me like that. On Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern time, this coming Wednesday will be the final episode of the third and final chapter of the Sector One sci-fi trilogy. Yes, uh, we are using the Wicked D6 rule set, which you can't find it anywhere yet because I'm still playtesting. It hasn't put it, haven't put it out, but it is an altered version of the open d6 rule system and then of course as you know here on fridays we have dragonlance chronicles run by adam all right i'm a player yeah thanks we got I, that part and my next character is going to be a dwarf everybody roll Maybe. initiative <clears throat> all right let me roll 
Yeah, the, yeah, only one that, the only one who's one going guy. to be fighting is Armin. The other ones are fighting other Thywar that are coming from the other side, we'll say. All right, everybody in. Let me get these dudes. They rolled a six. Second one's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. I think I got all these guys in here now. There's only seven of them. They should probably just surrender. All right. Um, Armin. Is going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, and attack this dude in front of him. Damn. With a mace. And crits his ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got nine points right there, and then he's going to attack him again. And crit. Oof. Oh, my God. Perfect. Hammer. <laughs> all right, so 16 points all together. So yeah, so he just comes up, um, and he like he strides confidently over there too. He um, uh, um, you know, without missing a beat, just comes, <clears throat> takes out his mace, and just clobbers the guy on one side of the head, and then clobbers him back the other side. Staggers the uh, the Thywar for a uh, for a moment, um, and it is Ergrin's turn. Ergrin, roll a uh, Constitution, Constitution saving throw. Coming right up, Adam. Did you reorder the uh, seventeen the numbers? Oh, uh, maybe not. I didn't know that we needed to. How's that? There you go. Um. Yep. You're awake. You wake up and you see just in time for a fight. Hey, I called it. I said you'd wake up on a 17. There it is. Ta-da. Hey, Ergrin, hey, you made so, it. Oh, what? What's going on? Zark will put you down and be like, buddy, you might want to get prepared for battle. Oh. He's putting Wait. you down because he's getting his sword. <laughs> we're, we're fighting the dwarves. Yeah, oh, these are the bad dwarves. Uh, fight the bad ones. The little gray ones. There's the good dwarves and the bad dwarves, you know. We got to so. fight the bad ones, the ones that are... Monocle. Uh, all right. Well, he's just going to take his turn getting uh, acclimated to the fact that he's someplace completely different now. That's fair. So yeah. Wait, you're you're human, right? Yeah. Okay. And you, Adam, you said it's well lit down here. Yeah, it's yeah. Supposed it's to everybody can here. see. Okay. It's got the phosphorescent. He was saying. Word. All right. 
Um, are you going to do anything or are, that, or are you just waking up? No, I'm not doing anything. Right. Uh, basically, when I get up, I, I figure that I would have to okay. get, you know, readjusted. Sure. Uh, yeah. So. All right. Curliflon. Okay. Uh, I'm going to move up here, um, do a bonus action for a stealth check, and then shoot at the leading one. Damn it. All right, sure. We'll say you're hidden. <laughs> they're a little confused. They're, they're a little taken aback that they didn't realize that Armin was going to be here. So they're all looking at him as he strides up and whacks that lead guy in the face. I actually need to give you one more D6 of sneak because I didn't I didn't uh, update that to 46. Jesus. Nice. So I'm assuming you're hitting this guy here. Yeah, that guy. So total of 26, 26 points of damage. This guy drops. Damn. He drops. So, oh, yeah. So, Curly just goes behind a, um, a pillar, whew, shoots an arrow, just goes right past Armin into that uh, thigh war dwarf's head, and he goes, uh, <laughs> and then falls over. <laughs> That's it for me. Zarek. Um, Zarek will follow. Everybody else's lead and shoot with his long bow. Ergridge, like rubbing his head. 17. I sure hope we're picking the right side. I know, I'm thinking the same thing, honestly. <laughs> 10 misses, I'm assuming? Uh, 10 does miss, yeah. With a 17. And he'll also, Which one are you attacking? Um, the one, uh, this guy. Okay. So um, that will hit for 11. So he'll also grab Zane and kind of like shuffle him behind. Okay. You can also just move and stand in front of him. So you want to just go here? That works. That, that's a smarter thing to do, actually. <laughs> yeah, that makes more sense. All right. Zane, your turn. How uh, bad do we want this fight over? Fireball! <laughs> All right, Zane will cast Melf's Minute Meteors. Oh, my God. oh yeah. <laughs> um, and send two meteors um, going this way at this guy. So everyone within five feet of him has to make a DC 16, I think. Hang on. DC 16 deck save. All right, first guy will go left to right. Just those three. Yep. That's a miss. Okay. That's a miss. Okay. Wow. Six and eight and a five. So they each Hell take yeah. 4d6 damage. All right. So the Rolling. first one uh, is... Well, I'm, I'm sending two meteors, so they each take... you want to just double this, or do you want to do me to roll the 2d6 again? Yeah, roll it again. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> we should have just doubled it, I guess. They each take 16 damage. <laughs> All right. Yeah, they don't like that. Um, and I, so the way that spell works, Adam, is I create six meteors. I could send two out at them as a bonus action. Okay. Like when you cast the spell and then whenever you want as a bonus action. Okay. And I can hold the meteors for up to 10 minutes. All right. So I have four meteors left. 
Okay. And they're spinning around my head. That's weird, but okay. <laughs> the better version. It's of cool, is what it is. The cooler version yeah. of Fireball. It's Fireball without the fire. Yep. Looks like mini fireballs. Garel. Meteors. All right. Uh, all right. So he's going to take his uh, mallet and charge that guy on the left. Is your cool dwarf kicking ass music no. going on? Fuck you. I'm not putting it on right now. It's, we got 10 minutes before the end of this thing. See how it is. I also love, thank you, Maria Antonin, for liking the stream. Huzzah! Huzzah! Thank you, Your Majesty. And um, that's Queen Tia, man. I love that. I know. No, who it is. I want to call her Your Majesty. That's okay. So I know, right? <laughs> um, I just love, can I mention that the fact that Garel has one of the most powerful swords in the game. He doesn't use it. And doesn't use it. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no. It's a time and place for everything. He's not going to pull the sword out on these dwarves, no. He deems them not worthy of the not worthy. Of these dwarves. <laughs> not at all. Still alive? What was that? One of the front is still alive. Yeah, barely, but he's still alive. All right, a 10 misses. 10 misses, but I swing again. Because I can do that. You can do that. 23 will definitely hit. Roll your damage. He is dead. Nope, it's just eight, right? Because of this, the six is yeah. for the thing. Yeah, so he's still up. He's still up. He lo he's looks, I mean, you just come over. He you swing, he ducks out of the way. Um, so then you just go, bam, smack right on the back of his head as he's, as he's facing down. And just, as he's very disoriented at this point. Now it is their turn. He will start with him. We'll attack back. This is a plus. Doesn't matter what the plus is. It's a miss. He's going to move here. You're staying on brand, though. He's going to move here. He's going to move here. He's going to move here. And he is going to hang out back here for now. Uh, I take it back. 25. He's going to move here and hold an action. Um, all right. This guy is going to attack Garel. The other three are going to attack Armin Karas. This is at a plus three. 18. I don't think it hits you anymore, does it? Three. No. Nope. All right, now the three against, I'm just gonna roll this three times and we'll add plus three to each of these. Oh my goodness. Hey guys. Yes. Can you hear us? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I think KD is frozen. I am no longer. No, you're not. Cool, there we go. No. We fixed it. All right, so he got hit once. <laughs> this is plus three for six. Wait, who got hit? Armin Karas. Oh. And that is it for them. Flint. All right, let's send in the tank. But he still doesn't move that fast, does he? No. He's still 20. No. Oh. These guys can only hit Flint with a crit. Twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's as far as he gets. And then... Um, 
Does he have his? He could throw a hand axe or something, right? Yeah, that's something. Yeah, yeah. He could throw a hand. There we go. Hand axe. That just hits. Nope. Nice. For seven on this dude, I'm guessing the one right in front of him. Yep, right in front of him. Okay. Oh, and wait, he has a second attack now. All right. Yep. Get him. <laughs> Um, yeah, why not? Throw another hand axe. That misses. Says, okay. He's used to attacking taller things, just goes right over the heads. <laughs> <laughs> and it's back to Armin. Armin is going to attack the guy in front here with his mace. First attack will miss, of course. Second attack will hit for, oh, geez, two bludgeoning. <laughs> he got a little rattled after getting hit that last time, I guess. Ergrin. Okay, <clears throat> Ergrin will start five, 10, 15, 20, as he's walking forward and say, What's, what's a, how do you pronounce my god's name again? Shislev? Shislev. By the power of Shislev, I command the spirits of the wild to come forth and take down my enemies. And um, a bunch of uh, ethereal-like uh, wolves and stags with antlers come swirling out all over the place as I cast Spear Guardians. Wa-bam! Dope! So, from 15 feet out from me, 5, 10... Is it 15? I didn't do the description. That's I think like, it's 15. Yeah, it says 15 foot radius. Cell 15 foot radius. It, yep. No, it says 15 foot radius. Okay, yeah. so 15 foot radius. So it'll hit this guy. It'll hit that guy. And... Uh, That's it for right now. For right now, and go ahead. I'm going to just double check because I know there's a thing about stopping in the area and all that different stuff. So, um, so what does he do? Does he have to take? It's just he, he takes four points. It of, just uh, hits him regardless. Uh, he doesn't well, have like a save or anything. That uh, seems broken. Pierce angelic fae. When the creature enters the area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it must make a wisdom okay. saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 3d8. Wow, that was a shit-ass roll if I only got four out of three. <laughs> one, one, and a two. All right, so, yeah, <laughs> nice rolls. So he will take that at the start of his turn. Well, this is missed. the first time. This is the first time he's entered it. So technically, I can move forward and bring them into it. They'll take the damage. Okay, After sure. that, so wisdom if, save, so you say? Stay. Yeah, wisdom save mm -hmm. for half. Yeah. It would be that sixteen. Fails. It's a yep, plus that's one. That's my DC. So he makes it. So he gets a plus one to that. So that does succeed. Yeah. My DC. My DC sixteen. So he, so takes, he takes two takes, points. Takes two right. points of damage. Okay. Radiant damage. All right. He's not undead. <laughs> that much you know, you can tell. Doesn't matter. I'm just telling you. Okay. Um, Curl of Or it's half and half. It's half of it's radiant and half of it's necrotic. How about that? Still does. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a fucking dwarf, dude. He's a, you know. All right. Um, I move up 
Peter, bonus action for stealth again. And then shoot at the, I'm going to continue to shoot right at the ones that are right in front of uh, Arvin. Okay, so the one in the middle here? Yeah. Okay. Um, stealth, I'm sorry, I got to fly. You don't really need this. If you're doing the stealth to get your thing, you don't need it. No, I'm fine. just doing the stealth because I can. Okay, well, no, you can't because that 10 doesn't. <laughs> no, everyone sees you. <laughs> You're, ma you're making a spectacle. You're making a spectacle of yourself now. <laughs> when do I not? <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. Well, that was a really, really fun, bad fumble. Yep. Um, so you just pulled the string off that bow again. You really got to get that fixed by somebody who knows what they're doing. <laughs> I can do mending. Zarek's <laughs> <laughs> like, I can do mending. Zarek takes his turn to mend your bow. <laughs> Speaking of Zarek, it's your turn if you'd like to mend uh, Curlifon's bow. I'm gonna not do that. <laughs> Aww. I'm gonna miss this guy. Yep. I'm gonna hit that, that guy. That just hits, yep. Ah, it's the same guy. I don't know why I said that. Which one? Okay. For four? Yeah. All right. Four whole damage. Whittling away. <laughs> All right. Zane. I'm going to stand by one second. I want to see something. The point of points you choose with the hard code feet. Cool. Okay, great. All right, so I'm going to send two meteors right here. Okay. This spot here. So these three, one, two, three, all need to make a DC 16... Um, this is dex again, right? Dex safe, yeah. All right, so this is a flat roll. Oops. All three make it. Wow. All right, so... Those are some good rolls. Yeah, <laughs> too bad I couldn't use 40, those to hit you guys. Roll 46, <laughs> and then they just take half. All right. Roll the damage. So they take six Six. Each. All right. They're a little surprised, though, since it came from behind, but... And then I will create a bonfire right here. So that guy... Is that, is that a cantrip? Right? Oh, that is a cantrip, yes. Okay. Second hit girl. And, and technically, this isn't... cat. No, it won't hit girl, so okay. it's fine square. This isn't casting the spell. This is just using the bonus action. It's maintaining concentration. Okay. So... DC 16 deck save for this one here. Okay. Uh, 15, he just misses. So nine damage. Oof, he does not look good either. Neither one of the two next to uh, Garrett look like they're, uh, they're barely standing up. And I'm just going to take one step this way. Okay. Well, to get a no, better view. Step with you. Well, no, this. Yeah, no, no, I'm, no. I'm, I'm being here for, <laughs> for theme reasons. Because, like, He's doing something that's doing radiant energy all over and just making me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> Garel, you got yeah. two guys barely standing, one on <laughs> one to the front of you and one to your right. All right, well, I'm going to stay to the one on, in front of me. Okay. Hits, you're going to kill him. There's no way you can't kill him. Okay. He has one hit point left. Now he's... I cave his head in. Yeah, you just smash <laughs> it right down. 
And uh, to the guy next to me. Yeah, thigh war dwarves are like babies where they have that soft spot right on the top uh, of their head. <laughs> that's, that's why they wear the big helmet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Is that misses, hit? 11 misses. Uh, okay, then. All right, thigh war. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. He's off the map. Oh, they're running. That one is, yeah. Um, he's a little nervous. He's getting reinforcements <laughs> as well. Um, well, he's certainly going to tell people you're here. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, this guy is going to attack Garel. Oh, my goodness. And then there's going to be three attacks against uh, Armin. These are all plus three, so two Ooh. will definitely hit, and the other misses. So this is 13, 19 points of damage to Armin. Armin just takes it like a champ, though. And... That's it for the thigh war. Flint Fireforge. Oh, wait. He also... No. Does he have to make a dexterity save now, Will? Or constitution save? Or wisdom save? It's the end of his turn. Yeah, he's got to make a wisdom save. Um, Is it the start of his turn? I think so. I thought it was the end. I'll double check. Anyway, he missed it. So he takes... What again? Here, I'll I'll do it. You have to roll, I suppose. Yep. Here you go. 16 points of damage. Nice. Oof. That hurts. All right, now it is Flint Fireforge's turn. All right. So he's going to rush this guy here. Hit him with the axe. Or try to hit him with <laughs> Nope, that won't work, but he has two attacks now. He, got, he did yeah. level up. Oh, come on. <laughs> he come still on. can't hit for shit, Did he though. action surge? No. No. He's no. an NPC. He look pretty in his resplendent yeah. armor. Yeah, he looks great. <laughs> he does not move in very easily in When armor. was the last time Flint actually hit something? I don't remember. Been a while. Yeah. He doesn't need to hit things. He just needs to just, get in the way of it. stand there. Yeah. <laughs> stand yeah. there, yeah. Yeah. All right, um, Armin Karas is going to go for the one in front of him. Oops. With the mace, first attack, 17 will hit, second attack, 8 will miss. But let's see how much damage he does with the first one. Oof, nothing there, Armin Karas. Slowly chipping away at the guy in front of him. Ergrin. Okay, Ergrin is going to step up to here. Yep, which will get these three back row guys in it for the first time, so they are all going to have to roll. Okay, these are at plus one. (laughs) Eight, three fails. Okay, so they'll take the full amount of this. All right, you're going to kill this guy. They all take 13 points of damage. You're going to kill this guy, and this guy takes 13. Okay, Um, let me see which guy got killed. Okay, pull. So then 
And now he is going to cash a lily on his uh, staff, and he's going to bonk the guy right across from him. So wait a minute. How? I guess that's that's a concentration spell. It continues to go. So that having, spell I'm, is I'm, such bullshit. Okay, go it's ahead. so awesome. It's such bullshit. <laughs> and so he's going to uh, smack the uh, the guy directly across mm-hmm. from him. Oh, no, it just, you gotta use your. Hold on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I thought I had it programmed, but obviously I do not. So I got it on my sheet. Hold on. From now on, all of these uh, thigh war are going to be uh, injecting compound V for those of you who watch <laughs> the boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Or for the comics. Which one is it? Okay, it's this beef one right them here. up. Okay, here he goes. He's going to whack him. 20 hits. Nice. And he's going to do eight points of bludgeoning damage to him. Bang. All right. That looks like it hurts. It does hurt. And it is on the beginning of their turns where they take the damage. Okay. So Well, here they already Jason took the damage right. this time. Yeah, I'm just saying for when it starts their turn, they'll Got take it. damage. Okay. Curlathlon. Okay. Damn it, this bow is useless. I should have <laughs> left it on Swift Wind. Dead body. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yep, so I'm going to run up here and attack. Okay. Hits. Dead. Wait, nope. He's he's got one hit point left. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Zarek. Zarek's going to chase after this guy. Right. He's he's further away than that, but uh, you can chase after him. I just didn't have any more map space. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, I see that. Okay. Well, he's going to take a shot at him anyway. All right, yeah, you can still take a shot at him. You'd be able to overcome him, too, because he moves slower than you. Yeah. The dwarf's base speed is 25. Yours would be 30. You could catch him. Yeah, that hits. That hits. Let me roll the damage on that. I might action surge. So that's 14. All right. Yeah, he's still up. All right. I'm going to action surge. Okay. Nice. Yeah, you can throw it back, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. (laughs) Yep. Yep, both hit. Yeah. (laughs) 17. He's still up, but he's looking. All right, then I'll I'll I'll, I'll run another 30 feet then. Uh, yeah, you, I mean, you will be able to catch up to this guy at some point. Um, and with, so you just I'm stay where you are. Head. We'll just keep <laughs> the distance here. Pretend you're both running since we don't have yep. any more map space there. Yep. And we move on to Zane. All right, Zane is going to move to here. Um, I can't see him from here, can I? No. Nope. This guy? Okay. So I will uh, do a bonfire right here. All right, that's a DC 16. DC 16. Yep. Dex, right? So this is yep. a flat roll. Misses. You will kill him. <laughs> he had one hit point left, as I said before. Okay. Uh, Gorel. One dude left. Oh, might as well. I'm going to run around in here. All it'll take is one hit. Do it. <laughs> Get him. Get him. That was your big play. 
Get her. <laughs> miss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that a miss? Yeah, okay, that's a miss. He has 14 AC. That hits. There you go. He's dead. <laughs> and then... Came I mean, in his ribcage from behind. There's there's no way he can get away from Zarek, and um, at some yeah. point, Zarek will be able to kill him. He has 17 hit points well, left. Well, I would, I would do non-lethal on him. Okay. All right. So, yeah, you're able to capture him, we'll say then. And yeah. that's where we're going to end it tonight with a Thywar prisoner. Beautiful. And anyway, guys, thank you for hanging out with us here on a D&D Friday. Um, as Will said, Tuesday nights, we play in the world of Greyhawk for Greyhawk Adventures, also at 9 p.m. Eastern. Wednesday, this is the last episode, you say, yep. of um, Sector, we're escaped from Sector 1. So escape. make sure you yep. check that out. And then... What are you doing after that? Some sort of Western thing? We're going to take one week off, and then we're coming back with Deadlands. Oh, and you're not episodes. DMing that, right? Nope, That's Uncle Tony's going to Tony. be, be DMing it, the same guy who did the uh, vampire uh, cool. show. And then, of course, every Friday's here. We have the original Dragonlands modules. We are still in Dragons of Desolation. We'll see what happens with these guys next time. So for Gaz, Kemchan, Jason, KD, and Will Da Player, I'm Adam. <laughs> and you guys stay safe, be kind to each other, and we will see you next time on Dragonlands. Hey everybody, this is Adam, your dungeon master for Dragonlands. Join us every week as we play through the Dragonlance modules in 5th edition using all new characters. But don't worry, your favorites from the books and modules appear often as NPCs and sometimes in strange situations. Don't forget to like us on YouTube slash MrAdamPL, that's M-R-A-T-O-M-P-L, and follow us on twitch.tv slash Wicked Studios, LLC. And we'll see you next week on Dragonlance.